Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode. Was this, did you say 97? 97. All right, 97. All right, good. Yep, episode 97. Welcome to the Spawncast. Uh, I think, I, well, I know Sean is unable to be here because he is currently moving and he has like nothing at his house right now other than it, like a bed to sleep on the floor. So he's packed up. He's moving. He'll be back next week. Uh, I think Max is out doing something. Uh, a wedding or i think he said he's at a wedding or something but yeah he's out doing stuff as well he might be joining us later though if he gets home in time and can jump in otherwise though uh we got a couple other people here we do have of course evan i'm going from my left to right here evan what's going on how's it going not much you know just recovering from moving all that stuff with him yes yeah there's a lot of stuff more stuff than i thought he would have to be honest yeah. i didn't i didn't think he would have that much stuff i was picturing him to like have two bags and like a pillowcase or something but no he had uh he had a lot of stuff uh jordan is back with us what's going on jordan How's it going? I'm I'm just you know doing same old same old. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, working away on some videos, I assume. <laughs> yeah, some some awesome stuff. Nice, nice, nice. Then uh, we have our guest uh, tonight. So it's shy guy or Johnny. What's going on? That's man? me. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a, a long time coming for a lot of people who watch me. They pester me like to come on the Spawncast pretty much weekly, and uh, I'm like, hey, they just they gotta invite me, and here we are. Yeah, man. Yeah, good to have you on where we talk about a bunch of stuff. Uh, Nate, fresh off his first discussion video that went over pretty well. <laughs> yeah, talking about those Nintendo Directs and how we have become or potentially became conditioned to hype. Yeah, and you, you filmed that whole thing while you're on a walk, so there you go. Yeah, that's true. Walking my dog. Yeah, yeah, so it worked out. It's actually strangely good quality, I will admit, with, with a phone, so yeah. uh, good stuff there. Good stuff there. Then we have OJ, of course, going on, man. What's up? How's it going? And I, I think, um, I think what's it called? Um, looks like Shulk. I'm, I'm not sure. Can, can somebody Jordan Fringe kind of looks like Shulk to me? I don't know. It looks like Shulk's oh dad. Oh my god! Why, why you got, why you got to bring this debate up from like two <laughs> days ago? Up, I'm actually doing today. Hi podcast. to Jordan. Hi to jo Jordan. How are you doing today, my man? How's everybody going today? How's everybody doing? What? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, OJ. Good to nope. always a pleasure to be with you. Always, always a pleasure, Jordan. Always a pleasure. Mm. Yes. Uh, so what's uh, what's everyone been uh, been playing? We'll go over some of the games we've been playing before we get into some of the topics and news and stuff. Uh, not as much news this past week, but there was a uh, big piece of news rather than a bunch of smaller things. But what's everyone what's everyone been playing? I've actually been working through Kingdom Hearts still myself. I I, so. I do want to say something real quick. What's that? I what's I that? got some games. I got some games on PS4. I got Dot Hack. I'm really excited. I'm gonna start playing these this weekend. And I got Gravity Rush too. So I haven't started Dude, playing them. I just very got them anime. Yeah. So I'm excited about these two games to start playing those. I have, I've been I have, playing a lot of Smash. I have I have Dot Hack. Uh, and I've I've played that a few times. I know Max played it a lot. I didn't play Gravity Rush two yet though. Uh, I played the first one on Vita. I think. I think that was on the beta. Yeah, it's on PS4 too. I beat I, I played and beat the one on PS4. So I was just I was just waiting and I wanted to buy it beforehand. Um, but it kept on being sold out at Best Buy and it was like $15 like at Best Buy. And then I still have my Best Buy Gamers Club, so then it was even cheaper. So I got it for a really good price. So I'm really happy about these two. I'm gonna I'm gonna start playing them. Along with Wargroove. I've been playing Wargroove too. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wargroove is Wargroove's good. There's a lot of value in Wargroove. I didn't play mm -hmm. it as much, but I just was rolling through Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh I, I don't know what's happening, but the, the, the <laughs> nobody fun. does. That's the key. I, like I said, you press buttons and things explode on screen. So it's 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 kind of fun at least for that. Uh Toy Story World looks crazy. So it's um it looks like the movie. Yeah, uh, that whole game is amazing cool. looking. That's the one thing I'll give it. It looks it looks really really good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll at least say that it looks great. Yeah. Um, what about everyone else? Same Kingdom Hearts a little <laughs> bit here and there. 
Yeah. Okay. 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 What about what about uh, what about shy guy? Um, I actually my last video was on um, Warframe for Nintendo Switch because they got that big Fortuna update. I hadn't played it before, and man, I am it. It has a lot of issues, but I am really impressed with how that game plays on the Switch. Yeah, Panic Bun did a good job with that, and uh, they're apparently they're sticking around for a while with basically doing the patches good. with digital streams. So yeah, when I talked to the when we did the video for them, we were talking to them, apparently they were just keeping Panic Button on like indefinitely i guess so yeah when they announced like the game was coming i honestly i assumed they weren't even going to do like the open world stuff i'm like man they're not going to get this running on switch and they didn't it it, it works fairly well i was surprised yeah yeah we uh evan you put a lot of hours into warframe so you were you moved your entire account over to the switch one yeah to check it out it, the stuff on the pc was already at fortuna at that point and i think yeah. even it's a patch ahead for fortuna right now so it's a it's a decent new zone. It's actually had a lot of fun aspects to it. Gotten your uh, hoverboard yet? Yep, that was like the first yeah. thing I did. That thing the is Tony so Hawk fun. mode. Yeah, you can use it yeah. in the uh, other open world as well if you just you oh know, stick around. Nice. I say Tony Hawk, man. It's, oh, dude, you got You got to go there with that mobile game that just came. Yeah, out. man. Tony Hawk, the cell phone game. Have you heard oh, about it? Oh man, so good. No. That's where oh. we are. <laughs> I never thought I would wish they would bring back the uh what was it, the skateboard one where you had the physical skateboard on the ground. Oh gosh. I wish I was around online when that came out so I could have reviewed that. That would have been so dumb. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. What about Nate? What have you been up to? You're always playing all these interesting weird games on Switch. What have you been playing? Yeah, I've been playing Riddled Corpses EX. It's a twin stick shooter of two anime girls with giant boobs. And it's a hell yeah twin stick shooter where you're shooting zombies while walking down a city street. Wow. Okay. How much is that on Switch? I actually, I'm not sure. It comes out, I think, March 2nd. Wow. Wow. What? March 2nd? Geez, they already got your review copy for that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's actually not that bad. I just don't understand why the logo is two anime girls with big boobs because your little pixel characters actually in the game. So they got to sell the game. Why not? That's what I want to know is why not? That's why the comic book cover art's usually not the interior. I mean, good point. Can you repeat that again, Nate? People were asking what you even said. At what point? Your your game, the game you're playing. Uh, Riddled Corpses EX. Riddled Corpses EX. Man, what a weird name for for a game. That is... Okay, interesting, well, interesting. You always come up with the weirdest games, Nate, when you come on here. Yeah, that's that's what I'm good for. Yeah, like you just go through, you just roll through like all the sites that give us the codes and stuff, and you're just looking for like the weird games, aren't you? Yeah, because no one's going to cover them, so I may as well do it. Yeah, that makes good sense. Point. That's a good point. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, is that the, that's the big one. Nate, did you get Resident Evil 2 or Kingdom Hearts yet? I have not. Mm. Dude, mm. he's got to play the anime booby shooter. Mm. There's not time for that. Thanks slacking over there. Sounds more fun to me. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I need, to pick up Kingdom, I need to pick up Kingdom Hearts as well. People, uh, some people in the chat were saying, OJ forgot to pick up Kingdom Hearts. It's not that I didn't. It's not that I forgot. It's like, I'm just going to wait. I'm not like conceding into the hype. There's no need for me. I didn't play yeah, all the, leave the hype. Yeah. Like I didn't play all the other. King, I'm not, I haven't been waiting 14 years for Kingdom Hearts. You, you went know, to I, buy it on Best Buy's website and you ended up buying the hack, the dot hack game that, and Gravity Rush 2 and forgot about Kingdom Hearts. That Okay. So maybe. I, okay. Yeah, you're right. That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did go on the website to buy Kingdom Hearts and ended up oh, with man. these two games instead. But I, th- I think I got more value and it was half the price. Mm-hmm. What about what about Evan? I know one of the games you're going to say, but let's hold that yep. off for after Uh-oh. we're done so we can go into it because that's a whole thing at this point. <laughs> but, okay. So it's mostly, I guess, at that point, just pretty much Apex Legends this whole week 
has been what I've been all week. Apex time Legends. For. So yep. why why should I play? I mean, I played Apex Legends, but what is it about Apex Legends that that that's making you play it so much? For me, for me, I mean, it's weird doing the speech again, even though we did it in, without the live button going. But uh, it's for me. There's pieces of it each and like all over the place where the game itself feels like a bunch of games I used to play that I loved that are either dead or canceled or whatever happened. Elements of the hero play, like in Gigantic, elements of the close range feel of combat, like the old Fear had, elements of mobility, like Firefall had. I loved all those aspects of those games, and then they all just died, vanished, fell off the face of the earth. And now this game kind of took little pieces of that, made one game, and yeah, it's a battle royale. I don't really care about that. It's just the aspects of it, the hero mode level of like throwing abilities out, killing a whole team by yourself. It's just, it feels I do. Great. I do like the, the teams of three. I see how that could be a lot of fun because whenever we did Fortnite, I preferred doing the teams, yeah. like the, the groups basically. Cause honestly I was bored when it was just me, like just yeah. straight up. And, and I know a lot of people are like, Oh, I can't wait for solo mode. And that's kind of weird to me. Cause there's very specific characters who feel like they wouldn't even be played in solo mode. And like it kind of kills a major mm-hmm. aspect of the game. But they do have the whole like click box where it tells you like what you want to play and it only has squads and practice. So they might have a plan for that. But I don't know. It's it's just one map, right? Or do they have multiples? One map so far. And I think yeah. they announced a second that should be coming soon. Oh, man. If they got a second map out that fast and like it took how long for PUBG to get a second one? See, I'm the I'm the kind of person who would prefer the solo mode because when I team up with other yeah. people, they just make fun of me and like yell obscenities at well, me. So <laughs> well, see, I'd rather just fail on my own. That's the trick, and that's actually where uh, Respawn did a lot of really good work in this game. Is you can just mute all that. The characters interact so much that you almost don't need to listen to teammates. They'll tell you when they're shooting at people, when they see people. Mm-hmm. The the actual I like the dot. Pings, I like how they the pings pings are yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I know that other battle mm-hmm. royals don't use them just because communications kind of part of that but this it's just put a ping out someone can see it you can tell them you're going over somewhere that there's loot there you should head that way and check it or that you're covering a different area we used to do that we used to mm-hmm. that bad company too all the time remember yep. we used to like ping every, we to, everything if we dot everyone and then you get points like if somebody killed the dotted enemy that you that you like pointed out that was awesome yeah, though, and it's weird because the players actually, the characters actually interact like complementary to you. Like I cracked the dude at 350 meters out with a light sniper rifle and killed him, and the characters in the game were just like, "Dude, that was an awesome shot." And it's like Damn, you don't have to listen. Moments. Yeah, you you don't have to listen to players if you don't want. I I leave it on just because I don't care, but. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'll get I, I some mute, of the. I mute everybody. Sorry, I'm mute. I'll get. I'll get some of the. I just mute some everybody of the, right off the bat. First thing I do. That's the first thing I do. <laughs> we'll get some of the super chats at nine thirty, so we got another fifteen minutes. Um, but uh, outside of that, did anyone get a chance to play the Crackdown Three uh, test <laughs> test beta thing? That they Dude, did? It was, it was I've so heard about fun. it. It was so fun. No, but I watched a lot of it, and um, it's an interesting game. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice how you really feel. <laughs> uh, the multiplayer is not good. Okay, there's a lot of destruction <laughs> though. What, the what destruction is pretty cool, right, Jordan? Uh, like, everybody, does it no, feel no. like a game that took five billion years to make? Oh, no, it feels like a game that they restarted <laughs> three times and they were like, "Wait, this thing needs to be out next year." Uh, yeah, let's just let's just put it together. The pro- there's a lot of problems with the game and multiplayer. I think it's gonna be a better single player game without the destruction. Believe it or not, I think it's gonna be a better single player. When was the first time they showed Crackdown 3? Okay, so they showed it uh, midway through 2014, which makes me believe that they started development around the time the Xbox One launched. Oh, no. 
So yeah, I think, didn't they show the multiplayer for that uh, as well? And that multiplayer looked awesome. It looked different. It looked yeah. a bit different. The problem now is like the buildings. Like it was pointed out by IGN, and I was like, oh, I'll have to see. And I checked it. Yeah, it feels like the the buildings are made out of like paper mache. Like the stuff will what? blow apart, and then it'll hit the ground, and it'll like bounce. <laughs> like the bouncer, like, it'll the debris. Yeah, like sheetrock and stuff. It'll fall on you, and it doesn't hurt you. You're just like, oh, cool. We're in the future, yeah. dude. Come on, and man. It, like... But occasionally, when you're playing, uh, <laughs> one of the best bits is when you can drop part of a building on someone, and then they're stuck. They're not dead. They're stuck. They're just stuck in the rubble. They can't move. They can't really look around. That's it. This is going to win Game of the Year 2006 for sure. I mean, but like you're running around and you press <laughs> left trigger and it will like deadlock to a person. Yeah. Like it just grabs them and you Missile cannot. Missile sink. Like it's not a way to get away from it. Everything yeah. just, just locks onto it. So like there's no need to aim or anything. <laughs> like you, you basically lock on, you shoot some rockets, then you switch to your like auto rifle and it's over basically for somebody. Or if two people find you, you're, you're not going to win. You're, you're in trouble. Uh, it's, it just wasn't the multiplayer just wasn't very good. I don't think. And honestly, the, the cloud destruction really wasn't that impressive. Like I think it was better done in red faction gorilla, to be honest. Oh, 100%. oh man. I love it in that game. Like, I think it was better. I, I actually preferred Bad Company 2's uh, destruction, and that was online as well, playing against people. Uh, that actually at least had some impact. Like, if you blew up a building and somebody was in there, they would die from it. Whereas in Crackdown, you just kind of pop out the other side. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel man. bad about that one. It's like, man, Microsoft with these exclusives, they just can't get it right. It's it's it it's mind boggling. Right. I mean, this is the last one from the Matrix era, is what everyone was was saying or pointing out. I'm oh, like, oh, okay. Right. So like before Phil Spencer took over. Yeah, the word is that Ninja Theory is going to have at least something to show at E3, their first game apparently under Microsoft's umbrella. So I'm like, all right, we'll okay. see if if they have something. You know, I, I guess at least I'll say, all right, let's see what Phil Spencer, I guess, can put together. Yeah. But man. yeah, it's like I want to have faith in all these like acquirements they've had but it's like man i look at some of these games especially when they release and it's just uh, i don't know it was it's not great but there was some uh high bitrate footage that was put up online for the single player and it looked way better like it looks so much cleaner evan than the multiplayer that we played okay like visually it looks looks so it was it was native 4k and everything and it looked way better so i think i'll have more fun with the single player uh we were talking about that, evan where did you evan did you play any of the crackdown games before this didn't play any but i watched that video of i guess ign playing through it and it looked like there were a lot of holes in like the ai and everything so. yeah it's uh basically crackdown's always been like you played the first one i like the first one the second one was okay but the first one you just run around you collect spheres and you slowly become like a, a, a superhero basically from collecting all the spheres whether you get better uh weapons when you pick them up they'll actually morph in your hands and the better weapons your cars will like transform uh or you can just jump higher and punch better uh so i like doing that running around and collecting all the spheres but mm -hmm. i think I'll just go back to Halo Master Chief Collection on the Xbox if I want a multiplayer game uh, <laughs> as opposed to this. But it's also going to be on Game Pass, so yeah. I'm just going to yeah, download there's it. there's no excuse <laughs> not to try it if you have that. It's also going to be two icons. It's going to be a campaign really? and a multiplayer. Yes, it's oh, going to be wow. two different So you basically pick which one you want to do, I guess, um, which, which also drives home the fact that it was done by like 80 different companies together <laughs> that made it. I, I, think it was, I think it was five studios. Two different why why two different icons like on your home menu on your on your Xbox dashboard? Yeah, one's multiplayer, one's single player. It's dumb. Why don't they just I don't know? <laughs> I, I feel like they were creating it separately and then they were like, oh wait, we gotta put this oh, together. 
Yeah, because uh, the idea is that that level of destruction is only in the multiplayer, so it might almost be two separately augmented yeah, engines. Yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, well, maybe one's just literally set up for the destruction element, and we didn't even see what happens if you start lagging with that. I didn't lag at all with it, so I'm wondering what happens if somebody has a bad connection that destruction's attempting to happen in front of you. Will it like start oh, like no. the pieces start teleporting around or something? I don't know, but I'll admit, I will say this: Crackdown Three's multiplayer is not great. I'm hoping the single player is good. Um, or just fun. It's Game Pass. When's you know, the release date for that? Next Friday. So oh, so not a lot of time to fix it if they wanted to. Oh, no, we, we were playing the final game. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't hold your breath for a, a great campaign either. They, you know what they'll probably do Dang. if there's lag? They'll probably do it to where it absorbs the lag in one part, so like the destruction and stuff won't be affected. Kind of like how arms like it like absorbs the lag like when you punch, you know? And like it absorbs the lag there, so it doesn't uh, become unsmooth like otherwise. So I think they'll probably do some shifty things to make sure it doesn't lag like with the destruction mm. and stuff. That's like, a good point. Yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they have it figured out. And honestly, IGN said it too. Uh, like they, I agree with a lot of what they were saying. It feels more like a tech demo first, and then a game second. And you know what? If they if they do some cool stuff with this tech going forward, going in the next generation, it'll be interesting. But yeah, I, I I think they were just looking for a game to put this into and. Crackdown made sense for him, and that's how they did it. But uh, I don't think I would go into this super excited about the online multiplayer. So Ooh. just get get it on Game Pass. I'll Lowly say that. Review. I you know what <laughs> this game's going to come out, and I would be shocked if it's if it. I'd be surprised if it breaks the seventy on Metacritic. Wow. <laughs> I I think it's going to be another. You know what? Maybe it'll be low seventies. It's going to be like another high sixties, low seventies on Metacritic. Sixty eight. Yeah, sure. sounds like a Microsoft exclusive. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Forza, Forza Horizon is yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't hate. And I, honestly, like I'll say, like I, uh, I played Sea of Thieves recently, and they have improved the game a lot. I would, I, I wouldn't go as far to say it's like a great game or anything, but they have done a lot, of, put a lot of work into it. Yeah, that's what you were saying that, right, Evan? That they changed a lot yeah. of stuff in that game. A ton of stuff added to it. Yeah, because that game was boring after like an hour. <laughs> it was not fun. Um. But if they keep adding stuff to it, that's fine. But it also makes you wonder if that game should have just come out. Like, oh, definitely. Now. You definitely <laughs> think. I definitely think it was one of the. It was something that they wanted to push out there to push Game Pass like early. They wanted that to be yeah. like kind of the big, the big draw. Like, oh, one of our big exclusives. Because yeah. it was like I, that, and then um, like early on, it was like that, and uh, what's the zombie game? Oh, State gosh. of Decay Two. Those oh. were like their two. That was like the two big things right out of the gate for Game Pass. Uh, so many people lost their characters from like falling through the levels. Oh man. oh man, Max was trying to review that game and he sent me a message and was like, "My guy fell through the level. Look," and he showed me a video. It was because it's permadeath, so he died yeah. and he didn't have his character anymore. Apparently, it's just the, a feature. Apparently, the rocks were like the most terrifying part in that game because they would glitch and be stuck and like die. So uh, that was a whole thing too. But I'm hoping that, uh, like, I believe in Ninja Theory. I think they can bring a good game to the table so uh you know after after hellblade I'll, I'll be curious to see if if they show up to e3 with with a new game as rumors are pointing to that uh and hey microsoft should show up and do something there right with uh no one else there other than you, nintendo you know, be, you know what'd be cool if they could microsoft could work with who was it? i think it was bandai namco like to like another enslaved because did any of you guys play enslaved oh i did i didn't play it now i did it is actually pretty good it's yeah. pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. It's good gameplay and the story I actually really liked as well. The, the story's but the story's really good. Much better. Yeah. I think it's a lot better than the gameplay. Yeah, uh, I agree. But the gameplay's not bad. It's not a bad game at all. And that would be cool if they can kind of go back to that. I mean, I'm hoping. I don't know if they will. And play Odyssey to the East now. That's, that's the <laughs> secret <laughs> thing, though. <laughs> yeah, that one's crazy because it was like. Oh no! Go ahead. 
Uh, no, sorry, but, was that Bandai Namco that published that? I forgot who was the actual publisher of that game. Yeah, yeah, it was Bandai Namco. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Chaya. Oh yeah, I was just saying it's like it's crazy how uh, that was basically like one big escort mission, and it was actually really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking well, at least after this, there won't be any old games left over that they're trying to push. Out. I mean, this honestly, it looks kind of like a 2013, 2014 game that went in development then, and it's. We're almost out of that era, I guess. But the whole time, think about it that way. That, that means the whole time Phil Spencer's been trying to write the ship all the way through the Xbox One generation. So you'll actually, I guess, get to make his mark in the next generation. That point. See what the initiative has. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, Game Pass it. Maybe rent it. That's about it. Redbox. It's a new option right. on the review score. It's Game Pass it. Game Pass yeah, it, Game man. Pass it. Game Pass it. Go, go hit Redbox if you don't have that just to see. But you might actually... Honestly- Oh, good. Oh, man, I just keep in wrong. I'm not good at this. I'm sorry. Uh, but I was going to say, I was actually really excited to see that uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raiders come into Game Pass and that uh, inside Xbox. I'm like, that's how I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I made the mistake of buying that game day one. My <laughs> Xbox came with it, so I'm not as excited. Oh, man. <laughs> I spent, I dropped 60 on that thing. That was you should never buy a Tomb Raider game. Those games, for some reason, just dwindle in value. Like, it, yeah. I, I don't know why. Oh, yeah? Tomb Raider Isn't it in 30 bucks right away? It's like quick. It's just like yeah. it, they just dwindle in value. Whenever they come out, I think it's because people just see it as like Uncharted, female Uncharted. I'm not sure. Even it's Uncharted with a little bit more gameplay and puzzle solving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but this I, one was I, like I a more brutal day. deaths. This one was a lot of puzzle solving though compared to the yeah. old ones. And I got kind of bored. I was like, that, okay. I would yeah. say there, there's downtimes, but I think the story, like the apocalypse story, mm. is actually fascinating. I actually really enjoy like the the moment when it happens, like the one of the first levels, and the the water comes through the city. I like Rise of Tomb Raider. That was, inc- that was Rise of Tomb Raider was really good. Mm. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I'm hoping, like I guess I I'm hoping Microsoft and Nintendo show up at E3 and have some cool stuff. But I think Microsoft is going to go big. So yeah, they really have to. That should be fun. I'll be curious if they show up with uh, Scarlet at all, just to just to show some more of it. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, any anything else, guys, that we played this week that I missed? Anything else good? I can go to some of these super chats otherwise uh, before we talk about some of the some of the topics. So there is some there is some interesting stuff with rumored direct stuff and everything. So that'll be interesting. Um, and I know everyone's really excited to talk about uh, Activision. So. <laughs> that as well uh ruffle mutt says uh uh you review on kingdom hearts 3 is br- brutal must watch i will watch that at some point maybe tonight uh, when he says and donkey ain't wrong i highly disappointing okay so i guess uh donkey didn't like it very much which i actually can see why a lot of people wouldn't like it there's there's like a war going on between like the keyblade family or whatever like, <laughs> i don't know what to call the people that really that like the fans <laughs> Wait, wait, are we talking about the actual game or the fandom right now? <laughs> like, no, like the fans, like the people who like it oh, and like right. popular figures out there. So because like Leffen also put out like stuff on Twitter and people like Leffen's a pro Smash Brothers player, Dragon Ball Fighters and all that crap and Ultimate. And like people were going after him too. So it's, it's not just Dunky. It's like a lot of like there's been like other prominent type of people come out and say this game's like trash or, you know, I've just been sitting back with, with the popcorn, the Michael Jackson gift. Just like listen, okay. I press I press A and Y things <laughs> blow up on my screen and I'm OK. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think like I, I kind of saw a lot of people going to we're going to dislike this game uh, from a certain view, because if you're a big fan of it and you've been waiting this long, it's going to be extremely hard to hit any expectations you were thinking. So even if it's slightly not close, like to what you wanted, 
you're going to be more vocal about your disappointment. Well, I think I think Leffen fell into a different bracket. He basically listened to everyone saying it was going to be the best thing ever, and then he picked it up and thought it wasn't. So well, that's yeah, yeah. That's. I wonder how many people like with how much hype was around it weren't really familiar or maybe don't even remember the uh, the original games like on PS2 because. At least from what I remember, and I, I haven't played too much of it, but it's it's pretty consistent, like with what I remember. I mean, super cringy dialogue and yeah, like an obnoxious story. But I don't know. I I still need to get more. I just need to get through it a little bit more. Apparently, there's some cool stuff at the end. So Nate even told me Nate ruined that one for me. So I, how how did I ruin it? I asked him <laughs> to be spoiled. Yeah, I said I don't care. <laughs> I already knew. I already yeah. felt like something like it wasn't happening anyway. <laughs> to see it though because i'm sure they i'm sure they watched my video and i challenged them to make a new one and they were like well put it put it at the end he said he said uh he said we can't do it so there you go if you if you're at the end of kingdom hearts you know what i'm talking about so um i made a video making fun of this game at one point <laughs> a lot of people weren't happy about it actually yeah uh, someone else on here did too so it's yeah, sometimes those are the best videos but if i start pointing it out it's going to ruin the end of parts the uh, big easter egg thing at the end of kingdom hearts gonna, it's going to ruin that so um let me uh let me see noah says thanks for making all your vids love Newswave. absolutely noah thank you uh tether gaming says the guy from near is the best looking oh my god <laughs> stop with this debate it's true it's true but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go back and forth with oj again on this i already saw the stupid picture sent to me on twitter i'm OJ. not saying nothing all i'm saying is the dude from near is ugly as hell dude. stop oh my god <laughs> anyway uh ruffle then said uh uh Square should have hired Platinum to help develop the gameplay for Kingdom Hearts 3. It feels so dated and boring after a while. Press X and Triangle to win. Hey, man, I press A and Y and all kinds of cool stuff. I go on, I go on carnival rides. I have a merry-go-round. There's a yeah, lot as a, of stuff happening. As a big Disney fan, like a fan of the theme parks, honestly, like some of those specials are like really cool in my like to me. There's some cool stuff, you know, like they got, like I said, they got the water park going on where you kind of splash down and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's fun there. Um, I, I, maybe it's cause I'm not as into the lore. Like I bet you if I was really into the <laughs> plot, I would get really mad at something in the game, but, uh, I, you know, I'm just, I just kind of, just kind of nod through the cutscenes, then, you know, start hitting things again. So it's fine. Um, Matthew says, uh, uh, Oh, Woot shy guy. Uh, finally, where That's it belongs on the podcast about. with the gaming, greatest gaming minds on YouTube. Love all of you. Keep up the good work, all. That Thanks is where I belong. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Matthew. Appreciate that. Uh, Joe says, so I guess we can thank EA for the lack of a Star Wars world and lightsaber keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 3. Probably, yes. Uh, if Disney did not make that entirely exclusive to them, yeah. Yeah, I bet you EA doesn't want anybody, even Square, to use that stuff. So yeah, that's probably in their contracts. Probably why. Uh, but no Avengers stuff. Why is it? Yeah, it'd be cool to see. Like, I mean, then you mm, you do yeah. the battle in New York from the first Avengers. That'd be dope. That could have been that could have been fun. Put Iron Man in there or something. Oh yeah. Even if that was like a costume or or some kind. I mean, of they they have yeah. they have they a go, realistic Pirates of the Caribbean world. So why not a realistic Avengers? But they know? could go super meta and just go into the Legos Avenger universe. <laughs> oh. Ooh. <laughs> that that's a good that's a good uh coming together i'd play that uh wolfie says spawn are you willing to predict if prime trilogy be the next direct don't worry won't give you a hard time if it's mia again uh maybe i don't know I, what, do you <laughs> what do you think nate? You hit us with those facts what do you nate, think nate? nate knows i'm i'm not foolish enough to predict that <laughs> dude i'm gonna 100 confirm right here right now that it will be there yeah i'm just, I'm just kidding i know nothing 
And that was uh, yeah, it was like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. What direct? There's no direct coming. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, what the hell's a direct? <laughs> you guys watch Nate's video? Didn't you just uh, make a video talk about where people are overhyping, and then you're asking what's a direct? <laughs> you just made a video on a direct, Nate. Can you be honest with me? Yeah, you? but I told people not to like overhyping. You know, like live their life by the way of the direct. So you know. So I'm going philosophical here. What is a direct? Oh, <laughs> is that what you wanted people to do? Live their life? That's why you were walking your dog while you did the video. Yeah, I was living my life, life while talking about the direct <laughs> instead of sitting in my computer refreshing a page every two seconds saying, where's the direct? Where's the direct? Where's the direct? <laughs> Look, there's going to be plenty of stuff to buy ahead of E3. So there you go. Uh, and you know, if, it happens, if some of it happens to be a, a, a compilation of three games that, you know, is is prime for release? Hey, there you go. Be well, good. I mean, yeah, there, there's not hack. There's a compilation of there three. You games. There you go. <laughs> the slyness of that. There oh, you go. Not hack. Oh wait, like, prime for release? Does that yeah. are you trying to hit something? What are you trying to hit, John? <laughs> Damn, uh, that's like one of my teases. I know you had you had you had Samus like coming out of the coffin though, man. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Then she just went back in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, Riku Keith says there will be some unannounced titles coming this year. You think it's third party slash Wii ports or some new first party titles? Hoping for a 2D Zelda game. Well, 2D Zelda seems to be the rumor getting thrown around. So there you go. I guess they'll have a 2D Zelda game based Phantom on Hourglass what 2. so many people are apparently saying. Uh, what that would be, I'm not sure, but apparently there's another Zelda game. Although Nintendo's also said they wanted a Zelda game every year. So I guess which they've done for like the last half decade yeah so it wouldn't be weird if some sort of zelda game came out this year and if it's 2d one well, i guess that would make sense it's kind of a i don't know would that be like a spin-off type thing it wouldn't be like a breath of the wild or something so um it'd probably be a, a, a one that'd be a little easier to develop i assume what about uh, i think it's third party or wii u ports or some new first party title i think a mixture of all that actually yeah that's kind of a weird distinction like I mean, you're going to see gonna gonna be some of it. Of course, it's going to be all of it. You're going to see something for every category. Yes, you will see more Wii U games. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you'll see some ports, you'll see some third party games, and you'll see Nintendo make original stuff. Yes. Like they do all the time. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, people. You're going to see more Wii U games. It's like, when I talk about Microsoft here, where they only release like one game a year. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, oh. That hurt. I felt that one. Hey. <laughs> hey, this year they have two, they have Crackdown 3 and. Ori too. Ori, dude. Ori's coming, man. At least Ori two will be good. Yeah, Ori I like the first one a lot. First one. First one's on game. You can get. Uh, you can get them on Game Pass. Uh, now on Game dude, Pass. Dude, this we is like an ad group Game Pass. I was it's about really to say great. we we talk about it every week so much now. Like they, they better start sending. <laughs> yeah, us Microsoft checks. needs to sponsor us. Man. Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> you know, I, wonder, crack, I do. Crack. I do wonder. I do wonder how many subscriptions of Game Pass I've sold, like in my time on YouTube. <laughs> I feel like it's been a lot. I talk, I talk about it very, very highly. Um, Evan, you can actually sign up for it and you get stuff on your PC too. Because they're, I think, think I'm good with that for now. They're bringing Game Pass to the PC, man. Crackdown's right there for you. You bought Sea oh. of Thieves though. Sea of Thieves was six yeah. months Game Pass. So, so I own it now. I don't want to buy Game Pass. Yeah, it's it's all going to be subscription services someday anyway. I don't know. I think the problem for me with Rip. Game Pass is that you don't get to, as soon as you're done, like, as soon as you're done like subscribing to the server, it's like you don't get those games anymore, right? That's true. Yeah, That's true. they're yeah. gone. So mm -hmm. it feels like you have to keep subscribing to it, you know? And it feels like yeah. well, that's how they get just, you. Yeah, exactly. That's how, and then it's like a hundred something dollars every single year. And if you if you stop, oh well, you lose all those games. Like to me, I just rather just own the game and I rather just wait till it's a cheap price 
and then own the game. But I can see why you're right. I mean, the future, I guess, is subscription stuff. But I'm like yeah, I mean, fighting for my oh, yeah. physical and old yeah. school copy. Yeah. You know? No, I'm I'm definitely the same way. And I feel like you know it's the same thing that happened with like Netflix and Hulu, right? It's like, oh, I don't need to buy movies. I don't need to buy like TV show box sets. It's all right here. But then you realize, like, wait, now when I stop subscribing, I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I I preserve like my thing is like preserving like collecting like films and movies like I have Netflix and all that but like I buy oh, almost yeah, I every buy movie everything too yeah. I have oh I'm this is gonna be weird to admit this I have like three thousand five hundred Blu-rays three thousand five hundred I respect uh-huh. that I have a whole wall I'll send you a picture I have a whole wall just covered in movies wow mm. Mm. yeah I almost I almost bought that many copies of Buck Bumble so I mean that's <laughs> interesting, dude nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh next generation will be weird because we're we're gonna kick off that streaming uh services in general in the generation. So that'll be interesting to see how people respond to that. Um <clears throat> Sac- on 10 says Nintendo's E3 on Monday night taking Sony's place. I think they'll stick to Tuesday. That's been Nintendo's thing since pretty much the dawn of E3. Nintendo always does it right before the show floor opens. Yeah, but this is the first time since the place has ever like open that Sony's just not going to be there. So yeah, but you never know. I mean, I, I don't see why you wouldn't just do it then and then have the treehouse right after. Yeah. Nintendo likes having their things set up where they show their presentation. Even as the press are watching it, as soon as it's over, they're on the show floor. They're playing the games instead of sitting there waiting another day. Be like, can't wait to play Pokemon gen eight. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Cause Microsoft does their stuff in their own building now. And pretty much after the event ends, they open the doors for press to come in and play that stuff that they just showed like right away so that makes sense that they would do it that way nintendo would and have their floor there i think they need to bring the girls back that had the like 3ds's shackled to them that was like <laughs> that was, I think that was, was where so was that <laughs> oh man was that e3 e3 2011 that was skyward sword e3 right um uh, it was e3 2011 2010 one of those two i'm trying to when was the 3ds revealed at e3 was it the year That's before the only thing i remember from it 20, I think it was 2010, E3 2010, then 2010 or 2011, one of those two. Uh, C-Script with $2, no message, and I say script And then uh, Riley says, Square to remake their SNES RPGs in the Octo Engine. I mean, they they trademarked, basically, or they, they trademarked the term for it, can, HD2D or whatever, so. Can I, I, what did he say? Which games does he want remade in the Octo Engine? Just Super Nintendo RPGs in the Octo Engine. Like, go get one of those and bring it up. I don't think I don't want a bunch of Octopath clones. I've talked about that quite a bit. Like I don't want a bunch of Octo. You don't. Yeah, you don't want Final Fantasy. You don't want Final Fantasy VI and Octopath digital presentation. No, I want if they're gonna remake Final Fantasy VI, I want it to be a full remake. Yeah, but look what's happened with Final Fantasy VII. It's taken a decade, and we still don't even have a. have a. That's because they have the weirdo weirdo dude producing it. Get somebody who's competent. I mean, drop it into that studio, and if they have the, I think it's just the HD 2D thing that they trademarked, so they'll probably just keep using that. Uh, not necessarily that same exact style, but like if they HD 2D ify uh, like Final Fantasy VI with that studio that made Octopath, that could actually be pretty cool. If it if it looks a bit different, and they try to change it up a little bit with the art style. Uh, that would be kind of neat. Uh, I, I think I think the issue is right now. I was going to bring this up during the Kingdom Hearts three talk. Final Fantasy seven remake is going to turn into that exact same issue. At this point, we're going to get it. It's going to be some action adventure game, and it's not going to be Final Fantasy. And we're going to be all mad at it. And it took like eight years to come out on the PS six. So, <laughs> I mean, I I assume now that Kingdom Hearts three is done, they're working on that now. But you would hope. 
Remember be taking for like Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy. This dude is like, <laughs> like I mean, like it's too much. It takes him. It takes him a few years to find out where he wants to put the zippers on his characters. Yeah, <laughs> all those belts I mean, and straps. Yeah, look at Lulu. She had about twelve hundred belts. <laughs> it's uh, I, I don't. It's I think I think they're just their management is just really. It's probably the worst in gaming, to be honest. <laughs> it's got to be bad. Like, uh, hey, what are you guys up to? Oh, we're still working on that game. Oh, okay, I'll check in another year. See what's I, going on. Man, it's not good because of Final Fantasy 15, you know, and then Kingdom Hearts, and then Final Fantasy 7 remake. I mean, this is like a tr- like this is not good. You know, it's. I mean, I can understand one, maybe two, but this is three now. You know. And then, like, poor, like, where's Chrono Trigger? You know, where's Secret of Matter remake was that was like given, like, they literally gave them like five dollars and said, hey, make a game. Like, and, yeah, like, those, those trademarks in Europe, though. I did, but oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched, I watched your new, I watched your news wave. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't even want to talk about it like in a video because I was, I was, I don't want to be disappointed. But, you don't like, want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to jinx it, man. I mean, it's just like, yeah, but the trademarks for like Second Densetsu, I mean, hopefully it comes over. Man, I hope it does. Uh, and then uh, Johnny with uh, Rosado with $5. No message. Thanks, Johnny. Um, yeah, I hope that does happen, though. That would be awesome. Why do we have to wait for, like, old? I, I don't understand why this is even an issue, though. That's that's my problem. It's like, why is old games oh. an issue? Like, oh, look at that. Will McConnell actually dropped in a super chat. While we're talking about this, like, you think Secret of Mana Collection. Uh, oh, you think Secret of Mana Collection, I guess, comes over if it did come out will be summer release how many copies will be sold in the west yeah oh god i don't know a hundred maybe a hundred thousand i was gonna say a hundred to two hundred thousand copies i don't think it'll be anything crazy i think they'd make money on it because i mean it probably won't cost them a lot to move it over uh i think it would sell more in the west than it did uh than it does out east in the east oh now. yeah most games uh, sell more this guy sold better in the west which was yeah. interesting um so I, I think it'd be cool just because that would be the first time that Psychic Densetsu 3 was translated officially and localized. Uh, the fans have even said they can use that translation if they want, but none of the companies want to do that. So uh, I, I, hope it, I hope it comes over, though. I do. I do. Uh, do we want to go over the Nintendo Direct rumors that we briefly touched on a little bit before we went on air? Uh, we'd have King Zell on Reset Era talked about the the 13 is is your lucky number for the direct do we assume that means as everyone else seems to already assume that that nintendo will have their direct on wednesday the 13th so in four days it works for me because otherwise it would be that it's happening the 21st on a thursday which would be 13 days from when he made that post uh they have to pick that day that seems too late in the month I think so too, because then if they want to, let's just pretend they want to release something early in March. It's it's it'd be way too late then, or even early April. You usually you want you know at least six weeks yep. so you can market pre-order. So that's a little too late if you do February twenty-first. So thirteenth sounds good. A little Valentine's pre-Valentine's love from Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that makes a lot of sense for for what they have going now. I think I think the thirteenth though. I think falling into this far into February was kind of odd for them like even that feels a little late compared to what they would have oh, done yeah. the past couple of years but i mean i guess they got to do it eventually right they just had their investors briefing and everything The they weren't happy with everything apparently where they had that what was that interview where furkawa talked about how it was they didn't drive enough sales or interest in the switch to make it to their goal yeah which they did set a high goal though they that did set a high, high goal and they're only going to come what two and a half million yeah. shy of it but i mean 
when you look at the time frame he actually gave where the software wasn't moving enough hardware was April to September. And last year, during that time frame, their biggest release that they thought was going to move hardware was Labo. Yeah. When Labo failed to catch Ooh. on. They kind of kind of said, I mean, you still did amazing. You came really close to the figure without Labo becoming that casual hardware driver they thought it was going to be. Hey, man, that was their answer to God of War that day. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Literally, Kratos versus cardboard. Yeah. I know which one I bought. I mean, God, only I mean, one could jump technically. I, <laughs> I mean, Labo, Labo sold what over a million copies for the variety kit. I think. Yeah, the variety kit did over a million. That's shocking. Yeah, that's the other two remain unknown. They did talk about how they're they're pushing it more into educational like circles now, so for like schools and everything, which is probably where it should be. That's where it probably makes the most sense. But most uh, kids will still be wishing they got God of War. Yeah, yeah. We we assume there's going to be another Labo kit probably coming up soon too. So I they're going to stick with it. You know, they'll keep pushing it. Um, I assume they made their money back. Although I have to admit, the amount of probably work and engineering that went into creating that had to have been ridiculous because there's some clever tricks that they used to make Labo work. So I don't know. They they have some creative people over there. Um, but he also gave us some games, which was interesting to hear about. Is anyone really surprised that Nintendo would be doing Super Mario Maker 2? Shocked. Shots. Yeah, game that sells to uh, 25% of the Wii base and then sold another couple million on the 3DS. I, I'm shocked Nintendo would make a sequel yeah. to a successful IP. Yeah, but our hills confirmed. What? Our hills confirmed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was your thing, Nate. You're like, they, there better be hills in that thing. Confirm the hills. <laughs> We've been talking about yeah. the next Mario Maker for a while on here now. What, what? How long are we talking about? The eight months now? About how the next well, Mario Maker would have to happen? Because it was the original, the rumor kind of hit where people were hinting at it or just kind of expecting it. Yeah, probably late last year. Yeah. Think. I mean, we've been, I mean, we've been talking about they should do that anyway. And remember then they, I think it really tipped us off when they uh, changed their policies for YouTube and streamers and everything where they're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, that would be huge. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I, I feel like at that point they were like, well, the first one was like this viral success online where it took over Twitch for a long time and people are posting all over YouTube. But, you know, I mean, there had to have been some level of uh, disinterest after a little while if Nintendo was claiming every single thing. Uh, it's Bigger as channels. It, as soon as it uh the the it starts catching back on with the sequel, everyone's streaming and playing it. They just go back like, oh, we we want to make some of this money too. Oh, don't, start doing stop it, again. it! Don't even don't even say that. I don't. I know you're joking, but don't even say that. <laughs> the partners like, program 2.0. <laughs> dude, I've been having such a good time using trailers and stuff. It's been amazing. Stop oh, no, tell me about it. <laughs> I feel like yeah, pe some people. If you don't cover a lot of Nintendo, you don't understand like how much like chopping up and rearranging of footage goes into making a video with like a lot of Nintendo footage oh yeah yeah and then, then uh yeah so mario okay so you're right nate super mario maker sold four million copies on the wii u um but that actually out of that maybe i guess smash would have been the other one that i bet you drove a lot of hard it's actually good hardware sales for the wii u just because it was such a weird game yeah i think they had good i think it saw some hardware spikes when it first launched but yeah. I mean, for the wii u hardware spike was like seventy five thousand. And an NPD to like two hundred thousand. Wow, so. big big numbers, big numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it still sold four million on an install base of thirteen and a half million. So that's, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, Super Mario Maker Two comes out 
on the Switch, and I feel like everybody's Wii U just goes in the closet. Then is there any reason to keep your Wii U hooked up? At that point? Xen Xenoblade X. That's the Xenoblade X Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Those are the two games. Who's okay, still so playing the Wonderful One Hundred and One? Wonderful One Hundred and One. Yeah, yeah, Wonderful One Hundred and One. Yeah. Okay, so I was to say, I don't think Xenoblade Chronicles X will be a. a good excuse for much longer either but uh yeah i've heard <laughs> a lot of stuff about that too. uh yeah um yeah i guess i guess wonderful 101 i actually wanted wonderful 101 to come over but i don't hear anything about that now uh the other yeah. one was weird was pikmin 3 that would be a way you yeah, yeah what pikmin about pikmin 4, 4? <laughs> yeah let's just move on let's move on we what can let's just that? do pikmin 4 i think they're trying to see what the interest is for pikmin 4 maybe they're like here's pikmin 3 if it sells really well again you know well it didn't sell that know. well though on the well that's what well, i'm so, saying now well, it no, can no. have a chance to oh yeah, yeah now I mean, it'll, it'll sell really good sell. yeah it'll, it'll sell really good on, on the switch like if they oh. release pikmin 3 again yeah. like it would sell really good on the switch well, I, yeah, I mean that, just because the install base it's like you're gonna i need pretty much everything sells more yeah exactly yeah yeah that's that's interesting to have uh Pikmin three though, man. Pikmin four would have been uh, apparently Pikmin. How long's Pikmin four been done? How long has this thing been done? Uh, nobody really knows. No if, one knows. If, no one knows <laughs> if it was ever actually even done. I mean, Miyamoto just says stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, I would I think it's safe to assume that Pikmin four, if it was ever actually completed or started development, has you know been restructured and it's even moving a new direction. And I think I would look at like okay, so Pikmin three. Let's say it comes this year. It'll probably have all the DLC of the Wii U on. And Nintendo has used their Wii U ports kind of as a buffer to the next release. Yeah, we had yeah that's Bayonetta true. Bayonetta 1 and 2, Bayonetta 3 comes. Then we have new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, kind of a buffer to, let's say, Mario Maker 2, because you're not going to do a Mario Maker 1 port, because then it just seems derivative to bother with a sequel. So now if you do a Pikmin 3, you're probably buying time until, let's say, Pikmin 4 for next year, or even 2021. So... You know, obviously, Pikmin 4 will probably happen. Otherwise, I don't see the reason to port over Pikmin 3. I guess, yeah, if that's the case. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's another another, another Wii U port, I guess. I mean, it's it's another Wii U. I mean, it, it's, I it's cool because it's Pikmin 3, and I bet you there's a lot of people who did not play that game, uh, especially on the on the Twitch. It'll, it'll get second life. I really wanted Tropical Freeze to come over, and that did, and I've kind of moved on from the Wii U after that. So... <laughs> Tropical Freeze need, needed uh, a new audience to, to play that game because it's such a good game. But like, uh, I don't need. I don't think I need to play Pikmin Three again. <laughs> uh, if they get, if some of those games, if they could like actually bring the prices down, I think I would be more interested. But man, yeah, selling out, shelling out sixty bucks for some of those games, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe was, yeah, I had a video on that. That uh, yeah, <laughs> it they left the U in there even. <laughs> like, dude, dude, yeah. Um, Wait, didn't you talk about that too, Nate? That should have been a whole discussion video for you, man. What? You and Deluxe? No, just in general about that one, because you're talking about that too. You're like, that's uh, the next discussion video. It's another sixty dollars Wii U game. I mean, yeah, it's another sixty dollars Wii U game, but they sell. They People do sell. Care. They do sell. I how much? How much do you think that's sold already? That's uh, like it's gonna be in its first month now, right? That's probably sold three million copies already. Something crazy. Oh yeah. That's insane. I saw a lot of people still playing it too, so people buying into it and everything. But it's, it. I mean, honestly, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe wasn't even like it was like an average game in the first place after playing the Wii yeah. version. So, I mean, it's one of those things. It's Mario. Like it, you're gonna have so many just 
you know, people, casual people seeing it on the shelves, like, oh, it's the new Mario game. They probably don't even know that it was on Wii U. Although, to be fair, if it was Mario Galaxy 2, I would have been all over that. So, yeah, you know. Mario Galaxy. Well, that they would have to make the game in HD. So, that would yeah, be an like, HD version. That would be sick. Yeah. It would be like, it would feel more new than <laughs> New Super Mario Bros. because the game was already in HD. You know, I mean, it looks a little bit sharper, but I mean, the game was already you that over on the, um, the NVIDIA Shield TV in China. They have like the whole um, setup now to kind of upscale it and smooth out the textures and everything. And it looks actually really good. I would. So. I love the Galaxy games. I think they're amazing. And I would love HD version of them. But I I would love to see uh, Sunshine in HD so much. Oh, like a complete yeah, that would remake. Be- Awesome. A complete remake of Galaxy One, and I, I, a remake of Galaxy One would be dope. And if they added in some other things, I'd be down for that. I, would you I be opposed to a Galaxy Three? No, yeah, Galaxy. Totally. Galaxy is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite Mario 3D Mario game. Like it's Gal- Galaxy is my favorite 3D Mario game. Like Galaxy One and Galaxy Two. Um, so I'd be completely down because I, I mean, I don't like like. I like, I mean, the Odyssey's great. I think Odyssey's really fun, but I just, I just like the more guided Mario experience, like where you're just like yeah. blasting off from place to place and just like solving whatever puzzle or thing right there. And then you go to the next place. It's like, it's like speed. Instead of you just know? having these hub worlds. Type yeah, of I'm just yeah. not, all the people love the hub world Mario though. So oh, I mean, that's is, cool, you know. It's really funny because that's how I feel about the Zelda games. But OJ, you like Breath of the Wild more because of it's open-ended. And yeah, I like, yeah. I like, I like Odyssey more because it's open-ended, but I like <laughs> the closed off Zelda. <laughs> It's, it's really weird. That That's so changed. weird. Yeah. <laughs> now that you brought that up, that is so weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, I like the like Zelda. That's why I was hoping when that 2D Zelda stuff was getting thrown around, that would be something like a Link to the Past style where it's top down and you kind of just go from place to place. Although that was kind of open-ended too because you could choose the order of the dungeons you wanted to beat it in since you just rented the stuff at first. Um, Interesting concept. Great game, though. If you haven't played Link Between Worlds, everyone should go play it. Great game. Yeah. Actually, it's on the 3DS, so I don't want you to hurt your eyes on it. Um, well, hopefully it'll come to the Switch. Okay, if it comes to the Switch, there you go. At least That's... it's not uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. it's uh, That's a game I actually would not mind them porting, to be honest, from the 3DS over to the Switch. It's uh, Link to the Worlds. That was a good game. Uh, that was a really good game. Uh, okay, so do, let me ask you this. Do you guys think that Retro's project will be there? Retro Studios. At where the Direct? If there's yeah. a Direct? Yeah, there's a Direct. I hope so. I think I'm going to say yes. If I'm wrong, go well. I mean, if it's not there <laughs> and they've already moved on to Prime 4, it makes you wonder, like, what were they doing? <laughs> yeah. So, so I hope it's there. This well, we, we supposedly think it's Star Fox, right? Because Eurogamer reported that, what, last year or something? It's like Grand Prix or whatever? Yeah, Star Fox yeah. Racing. I mean, we have the yeah. title and everything there apparently but what if what if that was like a red herring and it's something else completely what if that was the canceled one and they had a whole nother project ready to go raven blade let's do it <laughs> yeah i feel like at this point yeah anything with retro studios like i don't rule anything out now because it's like they've been dark for how many years now and we just don't really know anything what what if uh this whole time we were being conditioned to believe that it was uh that it was it was a Star Fox game, and then they kind of started up, and it's kind of dark, and it's in space, and it shoots back down to Earth, and it's Eternal Darkness too. <gasps> Shut your mouth! <laughs> Close the front door crazy. and lock it. Getting people Eternal Darkness two made by who? I don't care. Just <laughs> Retro Studios. I don't care. <laughs> Eternal Darkness Deluxe. Deluxe. <laughs> I'd be down for that. I don't know Eternal. if the world could even handle that. That would, that would be funny. Just because they would see. So good. <laughs> 
That would be fun. Just because it would be like, oh, Retro Studios, you can make whatever you want. You can make it violent, do whatever you want. And they're like, all right, yeah, let's do this. I just want to see like the same like glitch stuff that it does in the original game where it makes it look like you're, everything's broken and how people mm-hmm. would react to that that don't know about that. That'd be amazing. That, that all, all the kids are like, mom, my Switch broke. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I scared the hell out. I remember one time I walked into a room and my head got cut off and said, do you want your head back or something like that? I almost, <laughs> dude, I, I swear, I yes, turned please. off, I said, I'm done. I turned off the game and I didn't play it for a year later, dude. So, so your guys still point. didn't have a head for a whole year? I didn't have a head for a whole, I, I got too scared, man. I got way, and then the bathtub part, that part scared me too when I played the game. That, that whole game is scary, but then I got better than you can get the whole thing to where you don't lose your sanity. So, but I, I did wait a whole year before I beat that game because I was just like, screw this game. Oh, good. We, we hit 2,000 viewers without hitting 500 likes. So uh, we're right on, right on schedule. our goals, 2019. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so I, I, hit that I actually, like button. What if they? What if instead of a Star Fox game, it was an F Zero game instead, and they messed that up like Eurogamer did? That'd be but a good reveal. I, like yeah. that'd be a pretty, pretty good reveal. <laughs> like an F Zero game, but it's not like the typical just racer. It's one where like Captain Falcon actually is out of his ship and stuff, and they yes. actually like like build up his character and everything. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I actually mentioned something like that in passing because I just was like, when that rumor was going around, I'm like, they already have like a sci fi racing series that they're doing nothing with. Yeah. So here, here's the trailer. Like it starts off, and it's like oh, it's Fox, and he's racing. It's like oh, cool, it's gonna be this game. Then he parks his car, and he gets out, and he's like, you know, like just doing something. Then it's like, hey, you want to race? It's and then it just and then you know, Captain Falcon walks up to him, and then it just cuts to them racing. It says F Zero, whatever subtitle, and it blows everyone away. I That'd mean, be amazing. F Zero. I mean, that would be, cool. that would be pretty awesome. like that's the thing. We've already been kind of confirmed and conditioned to believe that Star Fox and uh, you know F Zero are in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So it'd be perfect. Lean into it, you know. Why not? They're, they're putting Star Fox in anything these days. So just yeah, throw them <laughs> in there too. You know, it's fine. Captain oh, Falcon's man. really cool. Like he should be able to go around like sleeping dogs, but actually be a better game though. It's just so <laughs> like, that's, that's what Dang. I would want. Oh man, that would be if they did something like that. That'd be cool, but it probably will end up just being Star Fox Racing because we're hyping it. Yeah, up we're, I, I was just gonna say we're saying all this, and it's like, yeah, it's just gonna be Star Fox Racing. Oh no, I was talking about like an F Zero, like a completely separate F Zero game. So here's here's the way you can tell if we're onto something. By the way, if Nate is just quiet and isn't saying well, anything, I don't. <laughs> are we right? Other forums right now. I really wouldn't be surprised if like Retro just hasn't done anything in the last five years <laughs> yeah, i mean it's definitely possible it's like you're <laughs> their death waiting. It's, it's i mean i look at it in a weird way of if i'm nintendo and i'm looking at retro and say hey guys what are you guys up to oh we have these couple projects okay that game's terrible canceled and then yeah. oh we're making the star fox game like you know what? no this is terrible too canceled we're going to reward you with metroid prime 4 because you have proved you can't make a game in half a decade so we're going to give you <laughs> back the franchise you guys started with like 75% of the original staff no longer here. So to me, it's either that game was a just a fake that somehow spread, or Star Fox is real, and we will see it in the direct, or the game was real and no longer exists. Yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, what if, because Retro Studios had a bunch of projects apparently canceled throughout the years. Mm-hmm. What if they're like a, a good studio, but not like this amazing studio, and they have all of their bad games canceled, and Nintendo literally just lets out any of the good ones. So they have like this stellar resume because Nintendo just lets out the good ones, <laughs> they don't let them put out the bad ones. <laughs> it's like, it makes you wonder, because they're the I mean, department there, right? So they're all working yeah. on different stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. Like, 
logically, I would look at it and say Starlink had Fox in it because Nintendo is trying to get Star Fox interest yes. back up. Mm -hmm. So you use Starlink as a marketing tool to lead into the Star Fox GP game. Yeah. But at the same time, we haven't heard any new details about this Star Fox racing game since before E3 last year. And since then, it's been radio silence, which is weird that you had a flood of information for like two days and then the faucet was just turned off suddenly, which makes yeah. me wonder, like, what exactly happened there? Maybe they found where it was le where people were leaking information, cut that off, and or maybe now the game's basically done, and they're like, just that. Yeah, that's, my belief is that they were working on something. The game is done. That's why they've been given Metroid Prime Four because now they're available after the original development team struggled with it. So they said, "Hey, your guy, your project is done. Here's Prime Four. We're going to release whatever it is you've been working on, Star Fox GP or something else." Probably by you know late summer, early fall of 2019. Yeah. Congratulations. Hand applauds. You guys are going to stay open for the next five years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I'm looking at this and all these games are talking about it. It's like the, like the back half of 2019 would become very, very crowded if that was the case with all these games. Like we're talking about what Animal Crossing, which we haven't even <laughs> mentioned. That's like one of their biggest games this year they're going to release technically sales wise. And then we just talked about Luigi's Mansion, Damon X Machina, which we think that's yeah. actually probably coming out in May. That's what we're thinking at this point. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. A 2D it Zelda game, apparently. Mario Maker 2, maybe this year. That's like maybe a Metroid Prime trilogy. Yeah. Like we're talking about all these games. I'm like, where? I don't know where all these games are going to fit in now. I'm thinking about that. I'm like, they're going to have months of multiple first-party releases and then any third parties as well. It's going to get crowded. Hey, we people always complain that there's droughts. Now Nintendo's yeah. going to flood it, and people are going to be like, there's too many games, it's, Nintendo. What are you doing? Yeah, I wonder if they could have like like something like an Animal Crossing or something come a little bit earlier, maybe not like you know necessarily like the holidays, and then kind of space it out that way. Well, we saw that leaked release date for Luigi's Mansion 3, and they had that in July. Yeah, and then really? they had Animal Crossing in September, September 13th, I think is what yeah. they had it at, yeah. I mean, and, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't see that. And like yeah. as you and I kind of talked about in the video, we could see Animal Crossing, yeah, hitting in September, maybe even late August, because you kind of want that pre-holiday blitz for such a casual, family-friendly game yeah. where you could sell, you know, that easy 5 million copies in September, and then when you mm -hmm. go into the holidays, you move another 5 million copies. Yeah, and it'll get even more ridiculous if they introduce their little Switch Mini alongside the Pokemon games. Yeah, I mean, those are... Because you want Animal Crossing to have its own time before Pokemon, because they both kind of yeah, cater definitely. to that, kind of the same audience of kids, but at the same time, you know, adults who want to walk around as an animal and cut down trees for Tom Nook. Pokemon so, Crown and Scepter. You know, Animal Crossing is probably going to sell like 15, 20 million on the Switch, too. It's ridiculous. That's going to be something else. Because now they have that phone game, too, that's kind of built up a whole other audience. They'll probably go out and buy it with the Switch. Yeah, Christy Teigen really wants Animal Crossing on her Switch. Like, wow. that's how she'll probably be in the commercials for it. I, I never knew how to say her last name. Teigen? Yeah, that's how you. Okay, yeah. How, how, how did you say it, Tegan? Uh, I don't know how. I, don't, I, I, just, I just didn't pronounce. It. I, just, I just said John Legend's legend. John uh, Legend's wife. Wife. That's what I just. I didn't know how to pronounce. A DJ it with LL Cool J on the lip syncing of uh, rap battle show. Y yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting with that direct. I mean, if they got announced it Monday. We assume Monday night, Monday afternoon. Uh, yeah, if it's the 13th. Yeah, if it's yeah, you have yeah. to be. Earliest Monday morning, by latest, will be Monday at like 6 p.m. Eastern because uh, they have all their stuff scheduled. So 
hopefully people are up on Monday morning and they're like, yo, join us for about 30 minutes of what you can look forward yeah. to 2019. So the people are definitely ready for it. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> it's been, what was it? Nate? You were, you were saying uh, they were calculating the days and it's been it's 150 plus days since the September direct. That's the longest apparently since like 20, like, 14 or something. And that's the last general direct or yeah, these are just okay. general. They don't include minis, nindies, game yeah. oriented gotcha. ones. So Smash yeah, direct. it's definitely been a while. Yeah. Um maybe we'll finally get that Spyro announcement for the Switch. <laughs> That'd be nice. I wonder where that's gonna be mentioned now. I wonder where they're gonna put it. I don't know. I don't know nothing. Hi, Zippo. <laughs> 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 the chat's gonna be like what <laughs> inside spawncast jokes like, oh man jordan's gonna like cough up his soda over here dude i forgot you told me you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> oh yo uh anyway is anyone uh platinum hunter on the on the podcast no. for games anyone no. i know i'm in your pc here mostly does anybody like to waste their time you should ask <laughs> i've never really i've never really gone after a platinum trophy like uh, like on purpose. I know I've gotten a few just by accident because some of the games aren't super hard to get. Because one of the questions was from Johnny Rosado saying, "What's everyone's favorite platinum earned and why?" Oh God, uh, I don't know if I've ever earned a platinum. Terminator Salvation because the game was so bad, I felt proud of myself <laughs> for beating it. It was an easy game to earn the achievement points on, like on the 360. See, back then I was a 360 achievement yeah. person, so I just did yeah. that. And I'm still more like, of an achievement person than a trophy person now, yeah. but like. I just never got into the achievement stuff after like the 360 PS3 days. I was kind of fell out of it after that. Yeah, I remember all the like people listing like, oh, the easiest games get achievements, and they had the like Avatar game you could get like all thousand in like ten minutes and stuff I like that. that. Yeah. Just trapped in a corner, <laughs> trapped in a corner, yeah. and then you just hit with combos all day, and then you get the achievement. It's so easy. I am gonna probably try to get. Uh, uh, I have it on uh, what is it called? The Xbox One, uh, Resident Evil Two. I might try to get all the achievements in that because man, I love that game. Uh, I, I think my favorite one is probably Bayonetta 1. I was really happy when I got all the achievements. Bayonetta 1 and Vanquish. Like the when I got at the time that I got all of Vanquish's achievements, like there was barely anybody who beat the challenge mode. There was only like 20 something or 30 people that had beat the challenge mode at that time. So I was really proud of like those two would be Bayonetta yeah. 1 and Vanquish. Yeah, I have a bunch of thousand point games on the Xbox. That's where I was playing mostly before the PS4. Mm -hmm. Back in 360 days, it was all it was all three, it was all 360 and a I, little bit of PS3. I, yeah, I same here weird how that shifted for like everybody. Just like hard, die hard Xbox 360 and then it's like, no, PS4. No, I had a <laughs> big goal on my uh, on the on the 360. Like I was always getting like games and wanting to play. I always wanted to get over 100,000 gamer score back then. I think I ended at like 121,000 a gamer score or something around there by the end of the 360. I think, I'm like, I think I'm only like a few away from the Platinum and Spider-Man because I was liking that game so much, but like hunting down pigeons and stuff, I wasn't that interested <laughs> in that. I was like, oh man, like it's the problem with some of them. I just end up feeling a grind with it. But like yeah. some of the games on the 360 back then, like Halo, I got all the cheaters Halo because I just played that all day. Spider-Man's uh, a good one because it's just like so fun to just swing around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, might as well just do this stuff because I'm just goofing off anyway. Yeah, uh, Evan, what were some of the Discord questions? All right, we got one from Ziljane65. What, in your opinion, is the most anti-consumer game of 2018 and early 2019? Anthem. Hmm. Is it? <laughs> Anti-consumer Anthem. game? 
Atlantic. He suggests Black Ops Four. I'm guessing because of the whole uh, crosshair fiasco thing. I mean, that's a good one. The, the problem with Black Ops Four is they <laughs> they introduced. The, okay, so they put the game out. They had everyone review it. Like they sent everybody codes and everything. And then, like a month and a half later, and I actually said this. I remember when I was talking about the game. I was like, "There's going to put cash up in." Like after everyone reviews it, and they did exactly that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. "That's that's the biggest problem with uh with these live services. They'll do that. They'll they'll bait and switch you on it." And they did. So yeah, I guess you could make the case that that is one of the worst cases of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't play Call of Duty anymore. So. Um, but yeah, that definitely could be one of the one of the ones there, you know. I still think it's Anthem. You think it's Anthem? Why? Because the twenty dollars skins? Yeah, for it's everything the EA is going to do to it is it just has me as anti-consumer, and that's I'm not even going to blame and usually how I attack Bioware just because I'm still salty. <laughs> but it's 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 all EA. And, I do uh, love those EA uh, charts for the releases where it's like, oh, figure out when you get to play, peasant. <laughs> It's it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I yeah, love when, them. They're yeah, great. Yeah, when you need a chart to figure out like when you can play, that's not good. Now, if you pay yeah. more money, you could play it this day. But if you pay a little bit less money, you could play it this day. But if you do this, you can play it two days before that day. Yeah. Okay. What do you want? What can I play it? Uh, if I you know. just if you just pay thirty dollars, you can wait six months and get it for free with EA Access. Well, there you, you go. Pay, did you pay a hundred dollars for the collector's edition? You get to play it the final day, just like all the other plebs. <laughs> you get you bet the most expensive <laughs> edition, and it's like, nah, you're you didn't give us enough money. It's like I gave you the most money. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah, it's uh, it, we're gonna see, we're gonna see what the most anti-consumer thing would probably be. You might be right, it might be Anthem. Oh no, it's very possible. That's just how I'm feeling. But did you guys have you guys all played uh, like the demo or whatever of Anthem? Mm -mm. I played. I, the I, I skipped it completely. Oh no! One of my one of my only platinums might be in Quiet Man. Oh no, the Quiet Man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, that's not good. I, I have Spyro platinums, all three. That's I, not good. <laughs> I platinum Infamous. That was fun. Uh, if the original infamous games, they're they're fun. I, I regret platinuming uh prototype. That wasn't fun. Why don't we have my PS3 games on here? Let me see. This is the ASMR part oh, of the podcast. No, okay, no, I know why. I need, to, I need to look that up. You can look it up online, I think. Back to the PS3, we I had another account. And I remember that one got that one get banned. I can't remember why. Did you hack so, your PS3? Someone no, in the I, chat. I have all PS4 games on here, and I'm like, where are my PS3 games? Because I know I, I had, you know, you know, I did have a platinum on the Vita. I know I had one on there because I played the Vita a lot. I think I, I platinum sound shapes on everything because you just had a platinum it on one, and then it would carry over to like the PS3 and the PS4 version. No, I played uh, Uncharted, uh, Golden Abyss on the Vita. I actually like that. That was a good game. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but on the Vita, I mean, think about it. I was playing the Vita, dude. There was only so much I could play. <laughs> I think I, I have you know, like six games on the Vita, like Borderlands 2, Unit 13, so Uncharted, <laughs> Little Big Planet. Oh, yeah, Unit 13. Oh, that was, no, that was the first. I was like, hey, look, it's a shooter on the go. It was just like, here, drop in, drop out. I remember, I remember talking to people about that, and, I, and we were like, this is this is the SOCOM of shooters <laughs> on the Vita. I'm like, back now, I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe I had the most fun with the Resistance game on the Vita, honestly. I platinum that because all you had to do was beat it. 
Yeah. It's yeah. Not hard. Yeah. Yep. You've just no reason to ever play the game again because it was uh, like. What was the? Oh man, that's gonna bother me. What was the game on the Vita? I have to look it up because I kept getting mixed up with another game where you, you're. Uh, it's a an action RPG style, and you have a, a number on your wrist that counts down as you complete things. Oh, um, that game called. I like that game a lot. I can't remember what it was called. It was. It's an like, Xseed game. Yeah, it's time. Half minute hero, right? Oh no, was that the one where you hunt the giant uh, things around the town? I remember you talking. Freedom about Hunter. Or freedom. It might be Freedom Hunter. Yeah, I remember. I used to talk about that all the time back in the day at the store. So I was. I was because it had online as well, and um, I was. Uh, I remember we would play against because it used to be like U.S. against Japan at all times, and Japan would just destroy us every time. Everyone's saying Freedom Wars in the chat. Thank Free, you, Freedom Thank Wars, you. Freedom, Freedom Hunter. What the hell am I, I talking no, about? Dude? The reason I couldn't remember is because I would always get it mixed up with Freedom Force from back in the day. Um, yeah, mm. Freedom Wars. That was it. That was. I think that was one of my favorite games on the Vita next to Uncharted and not Call of Duty because Call of Duty was very bad on it. <laughs> Um, but yes, that was a big 360 person back then. Uh, where am I? Max would have been good because he's a bigger PlayStation guy than he is Xbox person. Is you still talk? Are we still talking about like the Platinums, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I find them a lot. Like Re Resident Evil 5, that was what that's probably like my absolute, that's my my favorite Platinum would probably be Resident Evil 5. I love, I like, and I played that all on the PS3. I would play online on the PS3 with that. So yeah, I played that a lot. Dude, I, I loved Resident game. Evil Five co-op. That was my yeah, favorite. Was great. Yeah, that was a great co-op game. It was really well because the, the the AI is brain dead. So if you play on the harder difficulties, good luck with that AI. It's impossible to be on the hardest difficulty with that AI. The AI is an idiot. So yeah, dude, I remember everyone. Like I get it. People could talk crap on the game. It's not a good Resident Evil game. Exactly. But I had so much fun playing that game. It's it's so much fun, especially when you need to punch the boulder, dude. That's the best yeah. part. Yeah, it's like my cousin and I are really big, both really big Resident Evil fans. And yeah, it's like not classic Resident Evil, but it was cool to have an experience like that we could actually play together. Yeah. When are they going to bring Shiva back? Yeah, they need to bring her back. She's a cool character. Yeah. And Chris needs to punch more boulders. I think that's yes. the <laughs> stuff that I like in like that game. Punching that boulder was actually really cool. That <laughs> whole final boss fight, I, I it's... I actually enjoyed. It. I thought it was the so over the sucks. top. It's so the over the top. Sucks, but, but punching the boulder is cool. It's so over the top. Great. How, like how you're just like running around, around like it's like bring around the rosy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the fun part. It's so stupid. It's great. It's so dumb. So let me try to shoot him in the back. I can't. I can't move and shoot at the same time. I gotta shoot him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> gotta run over here. Stop. Yeah, run over here. Stop. Shoot him. Okay, he's turning around. Shoot him in the back. Okay, got him. <laughs> oh man, it's horrible. Great game. Uh, let's, uh, Evan, you want to have some, some Discord questions before I go through the rest of these super chats? With the report in The Verge that Xbox Live gaming services are in development for Switch, what does everyone think of the possibility for Game Pass and Scarlet oh. Cloud Gaming to also come to the Switch? That's not what the report said. There we go. Oh. <laughs> well, there's I mean, that. Why didn't did people read these stories? No, they didn't. It said they are making live features compatible or other devices. So like Minecraft on Switch, you can log into your Xbox Live account and you can earn achievements for Minecraft Switch and it goes to your Xbox Live account. That's what that report was yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's how I understood it. I don't know why people broke it down. I'm like, oh my God, guys, Xbox Live is coming to Switch as a service. And now I can have voice chat and my friends list and all this stuff is going to be on Switch. That's not what it said. But don't you understand that's more exciting? <laughs> yes, and that was the problem. People read it and they're like, let's exactly, hype this yeah. up to be something else. Now, does this mean Game Pass or these other things cannot happen? 
No, but it isn't what that story was talking about. You can speculate about all those other things. That's fine. But like, we don't need this mis misinformation being spread because people couldn't read what Microsoft actually described in their it's summary. Oh, what do you think? What, yeah. what do you think the odds are of it coming then? That's that's what they were asking. What do you think the odds of it uh, coming over to the Switch are? 0.2%. I mean, Microsoft and Nintendo have been really, they've worked well together with the whole cross-platform play with games. Oh. So, I mean, if Microsoft probably can present them with a good deal to bring their service and Nintendo can benefit from it, I guess there is a chance it can happen. But, I mean, I just wouldn't lean on that original report to be an indicator of that being a negotiation taking place. The original, right original report detailed being able to use Xbox Live across platform like the uh, Minecraft uses it, basically. Achievements yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And they're just saying, yeah, so other games can come to phones and stuff that would have achievements or have access to your Xbox Live friends list and stuff. So if you played... I mean, technically, it could be open to any company. So if, like, Namco brought... I don't know, some random ass game to your phone, you could have Xbox Live achievements on it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But I think that's it, all that report was. Yeah, I think it's definitely clear that like Microsoft is trying to move more towards the service angle than like the console stuff, you know, with Game Pass and you know, they're going for the cloud gaming stuff and all that. But I don't know if that necessarily means we'll see it on Nintendo Switch and like that stuff on Nintendo Switch anytime soon. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it, there's obviously the possibility if, because it's being, you know, offered as a service. If it's like a service, like a Hulu thing, and it makes sense for Nintendo and they can negotiate a good deal and it's profitable for them in some way and there's a benefit to them. Oh, yeah. Then I could see Game Pass and those type of features happening. It's just, like, I'm not going to speculate on that just due to this GDC presentation listing. How, how would that benefit Nintendo, though? The, I, I mean, software-wise, it wouldn't benefit them, except that they could potentially have games that couldn't come to their system due to the hardware discrepancies where you could, you know, like Hellblade. You can't have Hellblade 1 because now it would be Microsoft-owned, so, and it wouldn't be able to run on the Switch probably in any decent fashion. So now, oh, I, I can play Hellblade on my Switch due to Game Pass. But at the same time, now, if I'm a third-party company, I'll use, like, Capcom, and let's just say we have Resident Evil 7 on Game Pass... Why am I going to port it to Switch if that service is there to already fill that need? Mm. It kind of, I mean, there's, that's where there's a minor like, conundrum. But at the same time, if I'm Microsoft, like it's, it would benefit Microsoft in a great way because I'm selling my service now on a you know, 35 million platform. So I'm going to have more customers. And those who already have an Xbox and now may buy a Switch because they want to play those Game Pass games on the go, it benefits them. But that's where Nintendo would have obviously have to come up with a deal where they're getting yeah. something for allowing the service on their device. Yeah, I'm sure they'd have to like get a cut and like a piece of it, like of the people who are subscribed on the Switch or something like that. It's mm. be interesting. What's uh what's the next? You said we had a bunch of Discord questions that we probably got to go through. So, yeah. <laughs> are that? you subscribed to PewDiePie? If not, why? And are, <laughs> when are you going to be changing that? No, I'm subscribed. Yeah, of yeah. course. We're all doing our part. Jeez. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. What's the next one? Do any of you play Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder? And what class do you play? I do not play Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder. I yeah, that's a negative for me as well. Right. I mean, historically, yeah. speaking, historically speaking, I played a monk, but that was forever ago. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Anyone have PO boxes? I do not. Yeah, I don't want anybody sending me anything. I have one, but I don't talk about it too much anymore. But <laughs> I have one. I should get one mostly because companies want my want to send me stuff, but I do not have one yet. Nice. But, I, but I should have one anyway, just for the companies that keep wanting my address, like Activision and Microsoft and all of them. All right, this one's a shy guy question from Zoe oh. Jane, who's apparently from your Discord server. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you think will change the most about the gaming landscape on YouTube in 2019? Change the most about the gaming landscape? Um, uh, I think you're going to continue. I, I don't know if it necessarily is a change. I think it's a growing trend, but it's going to be, you know, the people like, you know, Spawn Wave, the, like these news channels and stuff that are more uh smaller like the indie type thing uh taking over the ign's game spots and stuff that are trying to keep their foothold like in youtube and stuff like that because that's where you know all the gaming talk and stuff is really going the websites and stuff are dying a death but i think these uh these companies are going to keep digging the their own graves and you're going to continue to see the smaller people just eat their lunch yeah, I see it a lot with uh, Yongye and Kotaku. They seem to go back and forth quite a bit. Yeah. I, I personally think there's room for everybody. So I think there's yeah. room for IGN to be IGN. There's room for John to be John. There's room for smaller 50, 60,000, 70, whatever the case is. There's room for everybody. There's enough people out there. Just sheer number of people that are on YouTube. There's room for everybody to do what they need to do and accomplish what they want to accomplish as long as they put the work in. Yeah, I, I would agree with OJ. I think the only big change that's going to come to YouTube is that if it wants to be taken as a serious platform for news reviews and such, that there's going to be accountability for various channels. You, you're not just going to be able to come out here and be Alex Jones of your you know various types of medium. You can't just spit bullshit. If you want to be taken seriously, there's going to be accountability. And right now, YouTube just doesn't have that because it's still kind of viewed as an entertainment platform. But if you really want to compete against Kotaku and the IGNs, you're going to have to take responsibility. You're going to have to vet information. You're going to have to do proper research. Mm, I think yeah, that boils that's, down that's to the individuals. YouTube, yeah, that's where YouTube has to, as a platform, is going to grow. The individuals who are just going to spew out nonsense are just going to fade away. Yeah, like to clear, like go more like of what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying there's necessarily not room for it, but I think the more we see, like I did my video on uh what was it called the the anthem stuff uh, when it was coming out and one of the things i'm poking fun at in it is you know you got GameSpot over here making advertisements for anthem with ign and stuff like that and i think people are just taking them less and less seriously like you said like people got to you know be uh you know professional and stuff like that and i think people are taking these these bigger outlets less and less seriously well, I mean, didn't YouTube, they had a lot of, they sponsored a lot of the streamers to market uh, Apex Legends. Oh, there's a Twitch and yeah, all that. They've been paying, I think, for the past week. most and, of the yeah, And the problem is, is that some of these streamers don't come out and say, we're being paid. This is an ad. We were treated. And that's, I know people like to, you know, spit at IGN and GameSpot for similar things. But the difference is that GameSpot and IGN have marketing departments that handle these contract deals. And it doesn't influence the editorial side whereas youtube it can be just an individual who gets those emails makes the deals then makes that video and if they don't do the proper thing of actually disclose what has happened 
you get into that iffy ethnic, mm -hmm. you get into a very, you know, ethical dilemma. And I think that's what's going to have to have to change with YouTube. Mm. Is that it's going to have to be clear of what's actually happening, why this coverage is going on, and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's. I assume it's just going to keep evolving the platform, and you're basically saying survival of the fittest for some of that. So I'm just kind of fade away. But we'll see. It's it's always interesting to see what happens going forward. So uh, what's what's the other Discord question, Evan? While we go through here, I go through some of these super chats. If you had to choose a publisher or dev to take the Star Wars license, who would you choose? Oh, man, that's the problem. There's no one company outside of maybe Ubisoft, and I don't even know if I want them to have it. Yeah, it's, sort of, <laughs> it's, it's choosing the best out of the evils, you know, and who's going to do what with what. Yeah. So I think, I think out of, like, the main big evils, uh, Ubisoft would probably handle it the best, but still, you know, it's, it's always going to be problems. Yeah. Because they don't want to deal with a bunch of different developers. It'll be easier if they split them all up and found them. But And we had some new news this week as uh, maybe working on a documentary about Star Wars related things that, of course, as I'm working on it and I'm talking about, okay, this contract's maybe going to be up and, and, and <laughs> Disney is not super, you know, they're probably not super happy with everything. Nope, they're fine. They love EA. They're, they're doing great. <laughs> they're so great. Oh, good. Fantastic. It's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fine they just only made two games in one mobile game they're doing so much for us yeah. they're fine with it. Man, i really want a good star wars game too like battle i, I hope this so. year's is great i hope i hope jedi fallen order is something I, special i actually after seeing apex legends and everything and respawn and they had the right idea to launch that without having ea help them with it like to market it because they knew probably would have happened where ea would have messed it up i actually have i think i think respawn's gonna put out a good star wars game in fallen order so i really hope so yeah, plus I think one of the things it has going for it is, like you just said, it's like the stuff that has come out recently that you'd be comparing it to. Uh, I don't even think it has to be the greatest game. Like just a decent single player or something like would totally satisfy a lot of people, I think. Honestly, it could be the equivalent of Force Unleashed 2, and I'd be happy at this yeah. point. Last week I found myself playing Jedi Outcast on the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> that's where i was I, I that's that was the point i felt i was like i'm playing a game from like the early 2000s because it's it's better than anything else out right now jedi academy uh is on xbox it's on game pass i believe now uh or yeah academy yeah and that's better too like trying to meet that game pass plug quota i know right <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i'm telling you that has the best star wars game on there with jedi academy go play that <laughs> that's better than anything that ea's putting out right now I mean, back in like the between the year 2000 and like 2010, there were so many Star Wars games released. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So many Rogue Squadron. You know, that was great with Factor Five. That's uh, gone now. Just the first half of the like early like 2000s. It's like nonstop. Yeah. So nice many Republic. Games. Oh, nice yeah. Republic was killer, man. Uh, even um, even I, some people didn't like uh, what was the Force Unleashed. I actually was all right with those. Um, yeah, your your lightsaber is basically a, a wiffle bat, but it's still fun. <laughs> Force Unleashed was not was not great, but I can see why people, some people had fun with it. <laughs> I mean, looking back on it now, like if he put that out now, we'd be like, yes, it was great. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, Kotor to me was the was the goat for yeah. of Star Wars. Kotor was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Kotor was so good. Like so, just, I mean, what they've described about the Fallen Order, it's a game that takes place between Episode Three and Four, and you're basically a, a Jedi has basically escaped the extermination. So is, is it first? Is it first? You said it's respawn. Is it first person? We don't know yet. 
we don't know anything else really about it that I've seen. But they're here's the thing: they're going to reveal it ahead of E3. Yeah, I, I really hope right. it's the first person. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm really hoping it's not. Because you said it's your guy, like, right? It's third person. The, it's third person. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I was hearing in the reports. It's a third person game that plays really well. Thank you. Thank nice. You. I, I, thank you. That's thank what you I like to hear. Here. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that information. I'm excited. <laughs> excited. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, they should let. They should just start licensing it out, man. Give CD Projekt Red a, a decade to make a game. You know, let uh, <laughs> <laughs> that let, quick. Uh, yeah, let Rockstar take a shot at it, man. They could do some cool stuff. With oh that. God, that'd be in, that'd be weird. I mean. It'd be cool. To, it'd be not, interesting. It'd be weird that you have the Red Dead Redemption yeah, play I'm style. Just, I'm not trying to press the A button or whatever, and like he swings a lightsaber like three yeah, seconds just, later. I'm just, man. I'm just trying yeah. stuff here, man. I'm just throwing you stuff around. Clean your lightsaber. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Change the battery. You have to <laughs> meditate, you know. <laughs> yeah, let me go through a few of these here. Uh, Katana Riku says, "You guys are all awesome." Also, what's up, uh, shy guy? What is uh, up? John Plays says, my stream viewers dropped right at 9 p.m. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> my stream viewers now. <laughs> that's what he's saying to me. Uh, nah, that's cool, Austin. Uh, yeah, Austin John, of course, uh, good friend of the channel. Uh, as, a, as a very large channel with all the cool um, uh, strategies and stuff in Zelda, very good with Pokemon. So once Pokemon Gen 8 comes out, you're going to want to follow him because he's going to get you with some really good uh, strategies and how to do all kinds of stuff there. Like, so. He's the Pokemon guy. Yes, nice. you want to check him out. When when Gen Eight comes out, as soon be- as 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 soon as the game launches, it's gonna be like how to get fifty master balls in one second. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be something like that. It's just have a master ball. Like it, somehow he does does these crazy things. Yeah, good great channel. Uh, Mr. Beat says, "Forget King Zell, just ask OJ's mom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because my mom said that Mario Two was coming to the Switch like oh. back in September. She's like, "Oh, she's like Mario Two's coming to the Switch." So that's what they're saying. Like she so was right. Like, he was right. So I was like, "This my mom works at Nintendo, so she knew." So there you go. That's that's that. Uh, uh, ja, ja Ranimo says Mario Maker Two has got to be a lock. They're the last dedicated Wii U people that haven't fully retired it yet. Yeah, that's what Bob does. That's the only reason Bob hooks it up. If if that game comes out this year, that's all Bob's gonna play. He's not gonna play any other game. It's just gonna be like constant streams of Mario Maker Two. For the wolf den so yeah that's that's the only reason he keeps his wii hooked up he said so yeah i can see that uh dr disrespect gets g oh this is from overthink gaming dr g dr disrespect gets g fuel waiting on spawn fuel <laughs> and g fuel knows where i am <laughs> uh, what uh, would your flavor be great G-A-Drum. blueberry the great. great blueberry nice. yeah. uh this next one is message deleted with I don't know what that is. Sorry. Oh, there was a there was a certain comment that had to be uh, censored out, I believe. Okay, fair enough. Um, Naughty boys. Brian uh, says, "What do you think Pikmin Four needs to sell well?" Oh, what? Yeah, what what mechanic would you guys think that Pikmin Four? What do you think it needs to be even different to sell well? Is there anything we can add to the Pikmin series? I guess. Get rid mm. of time limits. Make That's controls a-, a little more simplistic and. You would have the gamepad this time, though. Yeah. Maybe they would make it more simplistic. It just probably needs to be more casual friendly. It looks kind of intimidating if you aren't really sure what's going on in the game where you're controlling this little army of flower monsters. A lot of stuff going on on screen at at once. I feel like if you just walked in and somebody's playing. That is true. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Yeah. So uh, it can be overwhelming, I guess, is the word for it. 
I feel like if they added whatever they needed to to make it the Dark Souls of type game, it'll sell really well. <laughs> Uh, uh, James Kelly says Metroid Prime Trilogy Switch can't happen until uh, Shy Guy beats Reggie. What? <laughs> you have to beat Reggie. Yeah, beat what? Reggie in what? In, Life. You know, in, in, a, in a fisticuff fight on the playground after school. Oh, dude, I don't, I don't know. I think he could take. He's a big dude. Big. He's a big guy. Uh, he just left it on that. Yeah, he just left it on that cliffhanger ending. Yeah, just beats Reggie. <laughs> well, we'll get the rest of the answer next week. <laughs> uh, Tesla Bolt Game says Zelda HD remake, Skyward Sword, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, and virtual console games is why I still have my Wii U. Zelda remakes need mm. to be ported. The, we, oh, the remasters? Yeah, I guess like Wind Waker, I guess, again. Oh, I've already played this. That'd be the third release, man. I mean, like, there's a, there's other stuff that they can do. Like Skyward Sword, yeah. I guess, could be better if they moved it to the Switch and changed the control scheme up completely. Skyward Sword, that hasn't, that's, there's only been one release of that game, though. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. That'd be so. like, they would have to alter that game heavily to make that work. Yeah, that's true. Wind Waker again. Yeah, I don't know. I think Wind Waker's had enough. See, that's like another one I could get more behind, but it's like if if they would like reduce the price, like if they did a like Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD together for like 60, I would probably be more into that, but it's like the way they've been doing a lot of those re-releases, I definitely I don't know if I want to like pay like full price or anything for <laughs> a GameCube section digital only on the eShop and it's $20 for the titles and there's uh, uh Wind Waker there, there's Mario Sunshine, yes. all that stuff and just do it that way. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, digital well, only just put them We wouldn't get the HD versions of them though. Like the uh, I mean, Wind Waker. Clean them, clean them up like, you know, like uh Ma visually and everything. Mario Sunshine needs more help than just a visual cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> Nate does not like Mario Sunshine. It's Dang. no, it's not fun. Mario Sunshine. That was it's a fun not, game of the game. No, it wasn't a fun <laughs> game. <laughs> just actually, it just wasn't fun, guys. Your, your opinion it. on the game is not true. It's incorrect, John. <laughs> yes, it is incorrect. It was not fun. Go back to it. Andre from uh -huh. Game Explain will come in here and we will debate you and we will win. <laughs> what did you like about it? It's not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the levels aren't good. The controls are. Is it the bad. camera? The camera is like? bad. Yeah. The stages where people are like, yeah, this is like Mario 64 platform. Yeah, but those stages weren't even good. There's just nothing really about Dang. the game that was redeeming. The best thing was the water effects and the mirror. The mirror is like visually mind blowing to this day, but otherwise, Sunshine is just the worst 3D Mario game out there. Could you tell and us how you really feel? Not <laughs> sure about it. Sunshine ruined my summer. <laughs> That's a video title. That's it. <laughs> That video. I was excited for Sunshine. It came out the day I went back to school. I got out of school. <laughs> I bought the game. I came home. I said, "No, this game's not good," and wow. I was upset for the rest of the school year. Does it upset you that it has a ninety-two on Metacritic? I wouldn't yeah. say it's my you know favorite, but no, Grand Theft Auto Four has like a ninety-nine on Metacritic. Yeah, and Grand Theft Auto Four is a piece of shit. Grand Theft Auto Four, one of the worst. It is a horrible game, and it was like yeah, it does not control very well. It's a horrible Grand Theft Auto Four games control well though, and all of a sudden everyone recognizes it now with Red Dead Redemption Two for some reason. Now I don't understand why that game is so garbage. Red Grand Theft Auto Four is such a horrible game. I don't care what anyone that one. I don't. The other ones, whatever, but that game in particular is really bad out of the grant that thought was that one's Nico. really bad. i've i've actually thought of making like a youtube skit of where we would just 
say like a random game, be like, oh, let's let's guess the Metacritic of Grand Theft Auto Four, and people come in like, oh, uh-huh. it has to be like a five, and you look at it, oh, it's a ninety-eight. People, and then you just <laughs> react to like some of these scores, or you think a game was like, oh, it had to be received well, and you look at it, and be like, oh no, that's like a two. That'd be a good live like game show. Yeah, take a microphone. See how many people give you a legit answer to it. Like people do the politics things where they go out and ask questions. Go do that, Nate. Go ask him what uh what's the Metacritic score for Grand Theft Auto Four? People be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Nate on the street. <laughs> I'd have to stand for like GameStop. Like, hey. Dude, I, would, I would I would watch that. I would. No, that would be funny. But he has to wear his Kratos, you know, mask. Oh, mask. Man. What is <laughs> what is the Metacritic score of my first game? Who the hell are you? <laughs> get away from me. Uh, uh says, think we get a Mario Golf this generation. Uh, Mario Golf? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. You know, we need Mario Strikers first. Yes, I was just yeah. gonna say, I'm like Strikers or just get out of my face. You can leave yeah, golf last. Strikers, bring Strikers up, but not the terrible Wii U one, the good GameCube one. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely my vote for the next Mario sports game. Absolutely. Uh, K19 no, says Mario uh, hoops three on three. Like, need to bring that back. <laughs> Sorry, just wanted to say that. Uh, he says, Imagine the main guy from Starlink in the Star Fox Grand Prix. Do it, Nintendo. What was the main guy's name in Starlink? Nobody look at your manual. Mason. Oh my god, Mason something, right? Mason, isn't it Fox? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Mason something. something. That my my point is, they were a very forgettable cast. Yeah, Nathan Whitemore or something. (laughs) That's the most boring name I've ever heard. Here's our protagonist. What's his Mason Whitemore? Come on. I mean, it's not as bad as that name of that uh, game, Love Shooter, coming to Switch next week. It's like Bang Bang McShooty Grenade. Modern (laughs) Combat Blackout, dude. (laughs) It's like they stole a bunch of Call of Duty names and stuck them on. (laughs) I remember when that game came out, it was an older one, but I first got my, which it it was a decent phone. It might have been a Galaxy phone, and I was like, "Let me try this thing out." It was not great, but it was with touch, like touch controls. So I'm like, "I wonder if this game's actually going to be anything decent on the Switch." Probably not. There's multi. There's online multiplayer. Dude, look at the screenshots. Just look at them. It's online <laughs> multiplayer. It, it looks. It, it, uh, it, it, Modern combat. I can't wait, be, dude. It might be Ark with guns. <gasps> yes. I, I, I can't wait. wait. There's no guns in Ark. You can't, shoot the dinosaur. you can't shoot the dinosaurs? As far as I know, my guy was holding a potato. All right. No, it, 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 <laughs> there's guns in Ark. There's guns. It, I mean, they. Yeah, the resolution wasn't high enough for me to be able to tell. <laughs> you could have anything. Yeah, that Wolfenstein gun on the PC, the original Wolfenstein. It looked like yeah. that. <laughs> hey, you got to do that comparison, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I can't justify buying Ark. I don't want to give them. You. <laughs> you can have it. That, oh, that, that's your problem now. <laughs> yeah. No, I hope the package gets lost. Uh, oh, I, I hope Ark doesn't get lost in the mail. That'd be the worst thing ever. Oh no! History uh, lost to the. I put some serious insurance on that. I hate for the the postal worker to to try to make off with that. You know, yeah, definitely gonna steal that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan says, "Where is RGT? I miss him. He's probably passed out in his bed." Upstairs. I didn't say that. <laughs> 
I don't <laughs> miss that buffoon. No, <laughs> you know, Wait. this is DiGiorno pizza eating video. No, because I'm hungry and I'll make me more hungry. <laughs> you might watch it now, man. He said he was just going to, because we unhooked every, like all of his stuff. We pulled like the cables out of the wall for his internet. So he's not, oh, wow. He's not getting online. He's on his phone playing his Switch, probably in bed right now. He didn't have anything. So he might be watching right now for all we know on his phone. He could be. Um, uh, Dead World says thoughts on uh, seven DS versus seventy three Switch games coming soon. I think you're talking about the three D three DS thoughts on seven. Is that supposed to be seven three DS games versus seventy three Switch games coming soon? There's seven three DS games coming. I can only count like <laughs> two. Yeah, I could count Kirby Epic Yarn and Persona Q two, and that's not till like June. Are there any other third party games too? Probably like Lego Movie Two, the game, you know, coming to that. I don't. I can't think of anything. I mean, if else. that's talking about the the 3DS dying, I mean, it's yeah, basically, it's it's on its way out. Uh, it didn't even it didn't even meet us expectations for the last like they had to lower that even. There there hasn't been really any game. I mean, there's yeah. just been Atlas made a couple. Nintendo's made a few ports of like or whatever. Did the Luigi's Mansion already come out yet? Yeah, it's already out. Yeah, it came out like during like holidays. Yeah, uh, so I mean, it's like see how much I pay attention to the 3DS anymore. Well, nobody's <laughs> nobody's even really making games for it. Like no, no third like Japanese developers have stopped. The only person is like Atlas. That's it. Like in terms of third party Japanese developers, like just Atlas. They they put out their games, and I think Persona Q2 is going to be the last one. The Persona Q2 doesn't even have like an English dub, dude. The first game did. <laughs> yeah, they. This is kind of just like a cheap release. They just said no, no dub, just Japanese subs yeah. only. You know, like it's like they didn't even care. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so I, I guess that's just it's it's on its way out. They're gonna have to replace it with a Switch Mini or something. Basically, it. Uh, yes, MSG says I recently subscribed to GameFly. Is it good? <laughs> GameFly still a thing? Yeah, I get yeah. it, it, when I first started. That was a long time ago. Um, when I signed up way back in the day, it wasn't bad when I signed up back then. But then after a while, because they recycled the games so much, I was getting scratched games. So. Oh Isn't yeah, I can like, see that being a problem. Super expensive, it's like way too much. Nowadays, I yeah. I think it's 15 bucks for two games though. Yeah. Now it's too much because you got Game Pass. So. Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, Game Pass cheap. Game Pass is there, there it goes again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if you want even something cheaper once in a while, Redbox. Yeah, Redbox. Redbox, yeah, it's actually a better idea because you could just return it right away if you didn't like it. Whereas mm -hmm. it, I remember it would take like two or three days for me to get a game at a time. And that that felt like I was without a game half the time throughout the month. So like there were basically 10 days I didn't have it and then the other 20 I did. Oh yeah, because it's like you'd have to send it back and then they'd have to get it before they even send you the yeah, next one. So yeah. yeah. It would be like, like a lot of downtime sometimes. Yeah, it's it's like Netflix know. back in the day. I don't even remember those days anymore. We had to wait for the DVDs to come in. Oh yeah. man. I, mean, I think in today's today's day, I mean it's like I guess we all I guess since we all kind of work in games and stuff, it's like you don't have as much time to just be sitting there going through a bunch of different, like getting them in the mail. So you just kind of get what you want, you know, like just play what you want or just do games, mm -hmm. like do something digital. There's like, there's all sorts of digital stores and stuff that you can just get instant. You just download it right then and there. So why even do like all, a game? All, party, you, you know? all you youngins with your game pass. I had to go to Blockbuster on Friday. And yeah. The game I still wanted was there by the time I got there. Then it wasn't. I had to settle for something I didn't really Chameleon want. Chameleon twist one and two every weekend. <laughs> and I remember when yeah. a Blockbuster actually opened in my town that was around before blockbuster Dude, i remember going to like <laughs> funko land and being able to like try the games yeah. so great i was doing the super nintendo back in the day i remember that. Yeah, i would literally remember? go there to return my game 
like because I knew I wanted the same game to play it more, I would put it in the return slot, walk right in, and say, "Hey, can I check out that <laughs> game I just returned?" <laughs> I literally do that every weekend, so all my oh, save man. files were never touched. Dude, you had yeah. to. You got you had to be kidding. You had to hide those things so they go in and like they put them in, and they'd be like, "Can you check that in?" So I go hide it behind like uh, Mar- was it Mario's missing? No one, no one's <laughs> Why is is Jordan acting like he's old? Like, what? Wait, hold up. What do you mean? I grew up with the Blockbuster. What are you talking about here? I grew up with the Blockbuster too. Bro, stop it! Stop. Come on. Back back in the day, I had a. Back in the day, I had to hide the copies. Back back in the day, I graduated high school like a few years ago. Dude, back in the day, I still had flip phones. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 Back in the day, what? what, Come on. 20 on 2010 stop hey, it oh my god back in the day i had a pager i had to find a pay phone <laughs> oh god i would call wayne hunter collected his yell and be like i'm gonna be home late <laughs> yeah i actually remember it was like not it was not like probably like two years or so ago because i'm in chicago and it's like my cell phone died and i'm like oh i gotta find a pay phone they like don't exist anymore <laughs> I get no respect on this no. podcast anymore. Before we go into uh, the Activision talk and we finish up. Yeah, we got just the one. What Nintendo game besides Smash and Splatoon would be best for an eSport? I'm guessing he's talking about Nintendo first party one. So my vote for Windjammers doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> other than Smash or Splatoon? Yeah, because then I guess he didn't list ARMS and that was the only other one doing it. That was right? one. Yeah, that was an easy one. Um, hmm. I guess I'm coming would just be like, yeah, Mario Tennis Aces. Mario Tennis would work, yeah. Let's do Mario Kart, man. Let's Ooh. roll with that. <laughs> I, I'd want to see user-created levels in Mario Maker like they had at the Ch- Nintendo World Championship where they had to comp- compete like those four stages mm. at the head. Mm-hmm. Make that like an eSport where you're doing like crazy that would be platforming. Cool. The Mario, Mario Land on the Game Boy had that mode where you raced against each other. Oh, yeah, you're right. It did. So, like, let's make... Let's take Mario in eSport. TV yeah. platforming challenge. I'm down. It'd be sick. It's uh, kind of like what like the speedrunners do, right? Where they like play the games next like same time and they're like, race it, go. Yeah, or like competitive Tetris. Did anyone watch that tournament? That I shit did. was crazy. It was crazy. No, I didn't yeah. watch that. Is it just the, the blocks just dropping like completely the whole time? Yeah, basically. And like, but these guys plan out their moves so far in advance that when they mess up, they just kind of like quit. They're like, whatever, I have to restart my whole board. And <laughs> it was it was some intense stuff. It made me feel bad about how awful I am at Tetris. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I wonder, man, I beat Dragon Quest eleven and there's still like half the trophies left. I was like, I, how far I'm like I was like because I was looking for my old PlayStation game. Now I'm online to see it, and I'm looking at Dragon Quest eleven. I'm like, I beat that game and it's still I'm 47% progress. I'm like, oh my gosh. Beat him up says Sushi Striker for the next Olympics. Oh, snap. Nice. That'll do it. But I'm like, man, I, like I, I'm into the post game part, which by the way, the end game of that is ridiculous. It's, it's going to be a while, but uh, I'm looking at them like, man, they, they got some serious trophies in that game. Uh, and then, uh, oh, that was that the last discord question. Evan? Yeah, last for this week. Cool. Okay. So let's go into Activision Blizzard before we uh, finish up with a few other super chats. Uh, Activision Blizzard, they are apparently laying off people. We'll find out this week. Uh, they're gonna be restructuring. Jeez. Sounds like they're cutting the workforce around their marketing, possibly, and their QAs. And they might be keeping most of the developers because they want to restructure, cut some people, but keep or even expand on their gaming uh, output. 
for games. So they want to cut people, but be able to produce more games. Have they considered any cuts to their CFO bonuses or? Yes, that's the biggest thing that everyone is also pointing out. It makes sense to me because one, their CEO makes a lot of money already, uh, but their CFO bonus was fifteen million in stocks and uh, money, just straight up as well. Well, consider what types of games are generally quicker to produce, and those would be cell phone games, which I think Blizzard was. Uh, no, no, Evan, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> All the people at Blizzard just play on their phones now. Yeah, they don't like, don't like PC stuff anymore, man. What, you don't yeah. have a computer. <laughs> that's, that's what they said. They said all the people at Blizzard were all they're all just they just like playing their phones in the office. And it's like, are you are you sure? Or, yeah, apparently. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> apparently, a lot of people were saying that Destiny had its own support staff there, PR, marketing, social media, business. Uh, Kotaku was talking about that, so they're probably out because there's no more Destiny. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. So they have to go, but it sounds like they just weren't happy with the amount of money that they made and they have to cut some of the, they got a quote unquote kind of tighten their belt a bit apparently because they made a lot of money still last year, but I guess it wasn't (laughs) enough money. Not Yeah, not enough. It must be so hard making half a billion like right away after Call of Duty comes out. Those four yachts are going to buy themselves, Jordan. It's true. I mean, not wrong. I mean that that yeah. that one yacht has a chef on it, man. A full time I mean, chef. Yeah, they, they full home theaters on those yachts. They're making all this money. They're complaining about it. They're cutting corners on other games they're working on. I mean, what is happening, man? What is happening? <laughs> it's what investors, investors mixed with games. Didn't give Spyro enough time in the oven. Uh, they forced it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They did. They forced it out. I, I. I have had conversations with people who worked on the game that said that game, they wanted to release it in around April of this year. They wanted six more months and they got till November. That was their ultimatum. So let me, let me help you out there uh, with this one, Jordan. So their uh, CEO, Bobby uh, Kochik made in 2017, $28.6 million. Oh, nice. How does he get by? And life is a struggle at that point. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty clear what the issue obviously is, but uh, oh, it's because they're not, they're not understanding, like, they're, they're trying to get this fast, quick profit off of so many things, and they're not giving yeah. enough money to fund stuff longer in the oven. It's EA with their Star Wars, where they're like, oh, it's gonna take too long, we need it out now. Yeah, Activision was like, okay, we need it out for this quarter, we need it out for this quarter, this quarter, oh, and then I'll uh, just put it out, whatever, you know, screw it. And yeah, what's interesting is, okay, so Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion failed to meet Activision's expectations, but apparently Bungie was pretty happy with it. There were, I remember they were talking on Twitter and stuff about how like some of the people there were like, oh yeah, it went well. We, we liked it. It seemed to do well enough, but it, nah, Activision was probably expecting some big number out of that thing. Well, I mean, they did put a bunch of money into it, but... Mm. I think they were expecting a bigger number because they're literally giving the game away for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's the reason why they're like expecting. Okay, well, if we, it's five dollars, or you get it for free if you buy Spider Man. Like people are going to want to spend forty bucks. You know, they'll be willing to do that. I just don't think as many many people followed their plan. I mean, still think it did good, but they expected a lot more because it was literally like free, just giving the game away. Or I think it was like, wasn't it on a P- PS Plus? It was, yeah, it was on PlayStation Plus for free. What, yeah, that's one. 
Yeah, Destiny 2 Definitely. was. Yeah, I got an email randomly that was like, do you have Blizzard Launcher? You have Destiny. Yeah, I was going to say they did it on uh, yeah. Battle.net, right? Yeah, yeah. Battle.net yeah, Battle. for free as well. Um, so, and like I said, if you bought Spider-Man or if you bought um, Dragon uh, Dragon Quest, you got it for free at Best Buy um, that, oh, that wow. week as well. Yeah, yeah. and it was, Dang. you know, so you could have just got a free copy if you bought one of those two games. So I, I just think that they, they expected more people to, you know, to hop in with that, with all those promotions. And stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's about right. That's uh, but the pro- the real problem is, I mean, eventually you're going to get to a point where you can't like make more money on a franchise. Like you hit a peak, and what do you do then? Because it's live services. All these companies doing live services, but there's only so many people who are going to go to each live service. And the idea yeah. of a live service is to keep you there indefinitely. And how many live services are you gonna like be on? Like each user. Didn't they blame Fortnite for some, like missing? That's, that's one of the yeah. things they when they did that. I said, "Oh, come on, dude! Everyone's blaming Fortnite. Their game doesn't do well. Oh, because everyone's still playing Fortnite. I'm like, because Fortnite's free. Are they, are Fortnite I don't dances. think they're. I don't think they're like all the way wrong. I mean, I think it's stupid to blame Fortnite completely, but I don't. I don't think they're like a hundred percent wrong. It's like, yeah, yeah there are some people that rather play Fortnite. Audience. 90% of the audience isn't going to buy a game anyway. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you what should have happened. That blackout mode should have just been free. They should have just released that on yeah. its own. Yeah, yeah it should have been a separate release. I mean, look what happened to Apex Legends. If I'm actually three days. Oh, man, we messed well, up. Like yeah. I was saying, Activision's already scared of, of Apex Legends. They sent me a free copy of uh, Black Ops 4 to play on the computer. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to play any of this. I don't want to play any of these battle royals. Now I'm more interested in Apex. Is uh, is what you know? It has like all those other aspects, as Evan was saying. But like Evan just told you on that game. I mean, I'm interested now. <laughs> if, 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 if if it's that good, yeah, check, on, check it out. I mean, you might get shit on early, but like just work through it. Yeah. Put it on Game Pass. We got a marketing campaign over here. <laughs> <Game Pass. laughs> oh man, this yeah. So it's it, it actually kind of reminds me basically what's been happening with games for a while now. It reminds me of the the MMO RPG bubble. From back in like the mid two thousands, late two thousands, I guess, with uh, with World of Warcraft, all these other ones came out. Evan, you remember how many free ones came out constantly? It's, it's it's for everyone's attention. Yeah, it yeah. still goes on today, and like it's pretty massive. It's crazy too, because some of those free to play MMOs have incredible mechanics to them that they just die because right. they pop up and they die because there's not enough attention for all of them. There's not enough players. Um, and these are games that are $60 and they want you to stick around so you can keep buying stuff. And I'm like, I feel like, you know, eventually it's just not going to work anymore. You're going to get to a, a, a peak and you can't, you're not going to do better than the, the year before. So, and, uh, and you, they made $500 million in the first week and they were disappointed. It's like, wow. All right. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money in the first week. Not enough. It's never enough. Nope. <laughs> Ever will be enough. I mean, we saw uh, Take Two report 23 million sales units for Red Dead Redemption 2. Their stock still dropped. Yeah. Well, that's like, yeah, like what I commented on the, your tweet when you sent that out that I'm like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of these investors, they're just like, yeah, I guess that's okay. Well, actually, their problem. well, actually, how much was the percentage drop? I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and apparently the market adjusts about 12% a year, regardless of investor interaction. So it might have. Mm-hmm been an adjustment it dropped like 15 percent. that's close of their so, entire stock value though it dropped no, like no, that's, that's what i'm saying like apparently that happens a lot more than we think and it's really yeah. not the investor interaction completely it's just the market adjusting itself yeah that's where people need to stop paying attention so much to these stock fluctuations because it really doesn't mean anything like in the case of activision yeah it's bad that they're laying people off and it seems like a lot of it has to do directly with them 
releasing Bungie and Destiny because it's going to be the marketing people that they hired to handle Destiny. But like, I mean, people, you saw it with Sony and Nintendo, people lose their mind because, oh my God, Nintendo stock went down $2. Okay. To be fair, fair, if I kept an eye on that back when I bought the Dreamcast for full price and then a year later or six months later it went on fire sale, I probably could have avoided that. Spending all that money. They were they were screwed after I they were screwed after the whole like all the different failures from the you know the, yeah. <laughs> I knew like Dreamcast was like oh I, I had a feeling that it was just not things were gonna go well I waited I mean it's not like I could afford it anyway but still mm-hmm. like, I, was like, I mean you're saying Nate because people do keep an eye on the stock like that like we really know what's going on yeah. but sometimes you can see a sometimes you can see like GameStop stock and you're like yeah that, that's <laughs> probably in trouble <laughs> like yeah. go look at their five year it's it's bad. yeah that's the thing yeah you got to really pull out that scale i think yeah almost what you're getting to it's like people don't look long enough like they see like a fluctuation over like a week or a month or something they freak out and it's like yeah but if you can put if you pull back like long term and it looks like it's going bad then you probably have some problems yeah, it's like like people would look at like Nvidia stock and they say, "Oh no, look how bad it went down because their latest cards, you know, they didn't have the sales they expected." And some of that, you know, came due to the bubble burst of like Bitcoin. Yeah. And uh, you know, cryptocurrency. But Nvidia stock like it's still over $200 a share. It's not like they collapsed <laughs> from 300 to like $20 in like a month. Oh, like, it used to be nowhere like, near that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I didn't go, even realize. That. Yeah, go back to like the Xbox days. When NVIDIA was like, you know, NVIDIA was still early on, it, it was like $18 a share. Yeah, wow. So, I mean, people just have to like, things fluctuate. That's the stock market. They fluctuate. Mm. It's it's not all doom. I mean, Activision's going to be fine in the end. I mean, yeah, investors, you, you know, you buy low, sell high. And then when you sell at the high, it kind of goes down again. But yeah, I mean, you kind of see the, the whole thing about these companies like have to try to appease these investors like insane expectations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's disappointing to see how Western studios treat the situations because we'll look to Nintendo about five years ago. Wii U was doing terrible. You saw Iwata say, I'm going to take a pay cut so we don't have to lay off employees. Mm-hmm. American society is Bobby Kotick isn't taking a pay cut. He's going to fire 400 people. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Plus, it's not even just like the pay cut. It's like the you know, the leadership of being like, Hey, I'm in charge of the ship and I'm going to, you know, take the hit for it. Yeah. America would rather, some American CEOs rather just, you know, they'll take that ship and run it into the ground (laughs) and then they'll take the only lifeboat with millions of dollars and say, I'm drinking. Yeah. You're right. Glad I sure got this pay bonus of 15 million. Yep. I'm gonna go retire now. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else in the company screwed. That's okay. Well, we'll find out. Uh, as of now, they haven't announced anything, but we're expecting an announcement by like Tuesday at the earliest, what we're thinking. Uh, they'll put out a press release and everything and I'm sure then it'll blow up again and we'll find out more information. And the most interesting part is when those employees leave, I'm sure they'll want to talk to Kotaku and some other people. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm sure they got stories. Yes. Yes. Uh, let me go through some of the other super chats here before we finish up. Uh, Captain Planet says, "What was your favorite cartoon as a kid?" Don't don't pay attention <laughs> to him. Don't worry about him. At what? All, whatever he says. Uh oh. 
Uh-oh, beef. <laughs> Some beef there. Man. No, no, he's just he's being silly. Because like I've talked about how much I hate Captain Planet. He was in my uh, stream earlier. Oh, I react, I react, I, re I reacted to Captain Planet, like the live action Captain Planet, and my users Captain literally paid me. Oh, I, I hate Captain Planet. I hate the whole it. tree thing. Why? You don't yeah. like the you don't tree. like the environment being saved? I don't like the show Captain Planet. It's a trash show. He's a hero. He saves the planet down to zero. He's, He's a sick trash. mullet. He is Ted Turner's creation. Garbage show. The answer, I guess, is Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, Batman Beyond. I, I love Hey Arnold and Cat Dog. Ed, Ed, and Eddie all the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good one, too. Ed, and Eddie. Good one. <laughs> Since hey, Dragon Ball Z was already said, I'll say Gundam Wing. Oh, Gundam Wing Ooh, was okay. Yeah, Gundam Wing was the best Gundam. Now, you, you, Hakusho. Oh, good answer. And Captain Planet. And, ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Rocco's Modern Life. That oh. show is actually hilarious now. Dude, like when's that, that new one coming out? Yeah, it aged well. There's supposed I to be think, that new one, man. I think the movie comes out this summer. Hmm. About time. The Jungle movie took long enough, and that was decent. So I'll, I'll take... Uh, yeah, the, the Jungle movie was kind of confusing to me, because all of a sudden they had, like, cell phones. But yeah. they, they didn't grow up. At all, but they at, had modern day technology. At least, at least for Rocco's modern life, they somehow go into the future. <laughs> yeah, they go into the future, come back to like, what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> let me go. Let me get some more of these spawn or these uh these super chats here from the spawncast uh chat. Uh, Mugen Lord says, "How about a Rockstar Punisher game?" Well, I mean, they, they I mean, you could recreate that just by going on a rampage. Yeah. That's basically Max Payne. So. Uh, yeah, they could do it. Yeah. They had that Punisher game and what, like the Xbox and that. I actually really like that. That was cool because you would actually like do torture parts to. Yeah, people. those like kills were insane. Yeah, you like shove a guy's head into like a piranha, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Molten chrome at a car shop. Yeah, it was yeah. Cool. yeah. I remember I tried it. Yeah, I remember I tried it. My first video, one of my first video cards to that game when I first got it. That was pretty cool. Uh, Jalen says, uh, "Spawncast the best cast." Thank you, Jalen. Uh, Gibby says, could CEA doing Star Wars Battle Royale at some point could do a hundred Jedi and Sith yeah. or for <laughs> oh, okay. That would that would be that, epic. That, I mean, that's basically what they could make Battlefront into, just about if they really wanted to. But yeah. I'm surprised if the next Battlefront game isn't that or have something like that, then they're then they're missing the mark. Okay, they don't well, really have to just be all Ewoks with spears just running at each other. Dude, everyone's an Ewok until you level up and buy skins to be other people. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Will McConnell says, only Mario game needs a sequel or remaster is the Striker series. You're absolutely right about that, Will McConnell. Thank yeah, you. Strikers yeah. 3. Strikers, let's go. Strikers. You just yeah. have to forget the Wii one even existed. Yeah, don't worry about that one. You don't have to worry about that one. Just, just the GameCube. <laughs> uh, Captain Planet says, what if Retro worked on Prime Hunter remake demo? Uh, I mean, uh, three years well spent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another one where message was deleted. I, I guess something else was not uh, said. Something that wasn't good there. I guess. Uh, Sakon Ten says, "Too bad Screw Attack is no more." Rip. Yeah, it was sad to see. Sad to see. Yeah, yeah. They've, been, they've been dead for a while now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, and then finally, this is a good quote because it's from EA. Uh, to finish up, Eric says it didn't sell well because there was no battle royale mode. That is probably one of the worst excuses I've ever heard as to why Battlefield 5 didn't sell on their part. I feel like we're gonna hear it more though from a but lot that, of mm -hmm. their, their PR was terrible though. In that, like, if they had just been quiet, it would have sold better. 
Yeah. They, from the jump from the initial trailer, like it had issues and then they just kept making it worse. Yeah, and worse. Yeah, you probably don't want to insult your fan base. Yes. That's a- <laughs> like, stop, stop insulting everybody. Just, just sell the game. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's they okay. shouldn't. They shouldn't. They like as soon as people started reacting a certain way, like oh, the women can't. They should have just been like, oh, oh okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you don't even. <laughs> just have just said thing. nothing. Just don't you, say anything. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. I feel like it's yeah, it's weird to just go crazy. Yeah, like this direction we're going in. Well, so that's it. Yeah. yeah just, okay. Well, yeah, we're just yeah. I understand. Yeah, we're just. This is what we're doing. And that's yeah. that. And just let them complain and let them cry. Let people cry about it and all that. Yeah, turn into yeah. a whole movement. Like, and they missed their mark by what a million units. And it makes you wonder. It's like, yeah, maybe if they didn't do that, I've been, I've been curious at least uh, to see. But now there, everything about that was just bad leading up to it. Like it was so bad that Respawn actually said they want to just drop it, let the gameplay speak for itself, rather than have a build up and let EA try to handle it. Honestly, that's the way to do games. Sometimes, I, in my opinion, I, I like that method more. Like without the, I don't need like. 10 e3s you know like to to get out oh, yeah. for a game you know? it, and it makes you yeah. curious enough to want to play it because it's there it's right there and it's good to go as opposed to waiting for two years of speculation and people complaining about things that don't actually matter at all and then you're just out of it you don't want to do it anymore yeah i mean that's basically what nintendo does I mean, yeah, well, yeah, they do a six month lead up. It's just Apex, hey, had, uh, Apex had a good uh, advantage, obviously, because it was free, though. So it's not like a six dollar game just released today. Go figure out, make sure you can buy it. It's like, oh, yeah, oh definitely go download it. Okay, yeah, I'll go download well, it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was gonna say that that helped a lot. What were you saying, AJ? Yeah, I was just, I mean, it, like, it, obviously, for a bigger game, yeah, you need to make sure there's a little bit more marketing, but like, I, I just get kind of tired of like the you know, two, three, I, you know, waiting like three years, Horizon Zero Dawn or like Bloodborne, waiting like it's for like forever, like a million different E3s. It's yeah. like, we don't. I don't need that. Breath Just I mean, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, that's a, that was yeah, a rough wait. Crackdown crack three. Skyward Sword was like all, <laughs> we waited all generation for Skyward Sword. Like, bro, come on. Like, I still, I still joke in videos about the uh, the Breath of the Wild, the like first trailer, and then it, like fades to white and goes twenty fifteen. Like, oh, how did that work? Oh uh, man. Yeah, uh, People gotta stop laughing at Crackdown Three around here. <laughs> it's it's hard not to. Three and people just start laughing, and it's like it has oh, to stop being a joke. It's <laughs> the best joke of 2019 so far. Hey, I'm playing that single player, and I'm probably <laughs> sad doing it. That's fine. Uh, uh, James James Al says, "Be awesome if Bethesda would reboot Turok like Doom and Wolf Classic shooters." Uh, uh, that'd be cool. Some of the later stories in the Turok series were actually really good. Oblivion was fun to play. Mm. I like Turok. I'd be I'd be down for a cool. Wait, well, they did um they did like a what the kind of a remaster I guess of Turok and they put it out on the Xbox. What oh, the? Yeah, you're talking, oh, about, you're talking about the one where they actually go to planets and they hunt dinosaurs. Like that's their thing. Was that the one you're talking about? I was like, uh, that was like a re envisioning of the series. Uh, eh. Yeah. Um. I guess that's all of the. That's all the super chats. I guess that's going to do it here for tonight. Let me go around and uh, thanks to our guest uh, tonight, Shy Guy. Thanks for joining us. Where can they find you, man? Uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, YouTube at Shy Guy. That's my channel, and then on Twitter at Johnny Zakari. And yeah, thanks for having me on. This was great. Yep, everybody who's on the on the panel here, all their links are down in the description. You can go check them out. Their channels. Uh, Nate had his first discussion video yesterday, right, Nate? Yeah, that's right. You got to go check that out. Uh, where can they find you, though, since you're apparently going to be doing more discussion videos? Yeah, they can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. There's a link to my YouTube channel there. And yeah, I'll probably, 
I mean, discussion videos are going to be a rare occurrence, It'll be after directs or when I find topics of interest. So, you know, maybe two or three a month, no more than that, though. And otherwise, there'll be direct feed footage of upcoming or recently recently released games for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One on the channel, you know, daily. Okay, very good. Uh, Jeff just dropped a $20 super chat with no message, Jeff. I don't know if you were supposed to, if you're going to type something there. But uh, if, if you were going to type something, you can leave a message down in the chat, and I'll look for it. Uh, but thank you for the for the $20 super chat. I really appreciate it. Um, let me go to uh, uh, Jordan. Jordan's working on some stuff soon. Where, where can they find you, Jordan? Uh, you can find me on the YouTube channel, uh, Jordan Fringe. Uh, I have a lot of new content coming out. I have, I'm coming back with, like, three different videos next week. But the important video is Wednesday, even though it's going to get overshadowed with this direct possibly now, uh, <laughs> is my first documentary. Uh, and I'll say it here for, I don't think I've outed what it's about confirmed yet, but it's uh, it's on Star Wars 1313. And uh, you, you may hear a certain uh, spawn wave uh, voice uh, at a part of it. So if you want to know about Star Wars 13 a little bit more and maybe some stuff you didn't know why it got canceled and all that, check out the video on uh, on Wednesday. I feel like it would just make me hurt too much. Yeah, it's it's not a happy story. <laughs> then, uh, then OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, uh, Player Essence. Also on Twitter, at Player Essence. I'm not exactly sure of all the content that I'm going to be doing for next week. Just I cover a lot of Nintendo news, Japanese gaming, and all that stuff. So uh, we'll, And we have streams. We have Q&As and streams every single day. Monday through Saturday, uh, just not Sundays. But uh, so yeah, so if you're into Japanese gaming news, RPGs, Nintendo stuff, all that good stuff, action games, Double May Cry, we're gonna be covering that and that. Check out the channel. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. And then Evan's on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else coming up, Evan, other than some of your artwork that you're doing and everything. Um, specific, working on some shirt designs for us as well as Max. Shirt so, yeah, design. Ooh, cool. All right. Leveling uh, up in Apex Legends. Yes, <laughs> you're at that cap, man. <laughs> uh, cool, and that's going to do it here uh, tonight for Spawncast episode 97. We'll be back next week, hopefully, to talk about things like a Nintendo Direct and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there you go. Throughout the week, and we'll see you guys next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. See you guys then.